This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. T R P E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on the second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. TRPE, TRPE, go. You fucked it up. You missed it. Miss it again. All right, yeah, that's loud. I still have a fig. I still have. Oh fuck. That's loud as all hell. All right, what's that? But no, no you turn. No, the one before that. Right there. All right. All right, that's cool. All right, there we go. All right, we're good now. We've been testing these volume low. I, I still need to go down some more. All right. All right. All right. All right, yeah. We'll, all right. We'll take the white a- man to come and <laughs> figure it all come, out. Come and right-size yeah. these problems. <laughs> good evening. Good afternoon. Good night, depending on where you are. Good morning. Um, oh, yeah, it's nighttime. The Realist Podcast, our episode 65, is your uh, co-host, Christopher Diddy. Yo, what's crazy is I, for, I was about to ask is your real name, Christopher. No. Yeah, that was stupid as shit. You really know me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Been to my house. Yeah. Not often, but, you know, yeah. I've been there. Chadwin. Oh, this is Matt. That's a fact, fake You have also. been to my house. Correct. My dog loves you. Yes. The dog freaks out. Isn't that true? <laughs> when Chad comes there, the dog literally goes fucking berserk. I gotta get me a dog, man. My homeboy just got a, a French bulldog. He's, like, having the time of his life. Yo, no bullshit. I was saying to, my, to myself the other day, because I always wanted a uh, English bulldog. And I was like, French bulldogs, to me now, just seem like more paper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, Dame got well, it's one. It's like a level up. Yeah, like because like if you got an Dame English, got two of them. He get the governor. Yeah, like if you if you got an English bulldog, you need a pickup truck, cut off <laughs> jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what goes with an English bulldog. French bulldog is like yo, it's like swagged up. Like like these ain't regular s- sandals. They Gucci Jones. You just yeah. can't see it because no, that calm. describes my homie to the T. Like, like he's like super shit, swagged up did. with his dog. I saw uh, Taleb with his little dog downtown, and it was yeah, like. Ink. Yeah, and it was like that jacket probably like twenty two hundred. <laughs> like you, you could just see dog four thousand jacket twenty two hundred. Yeah, it makes sense. Probably got a Vespa scooter somewhere. Like that's how they be those people with them little dogs. Yeah, my man was out having adventures with his with his pup today. He was having the time of his life. He was in the car. He's got the camera on the dog. He's in Walt. He's in uh, Target with the damn dog in the cart recording the dog. Oh wow, he's one of those people. He's he's everywhere with the. I dog. be wanting to, our dog is like kind of like rambunctious. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, I be wanting to take her to like eat. Like we go to, you know, people like white folks to bring their dog when they yeah. go eat downtown. Mm-hmm. But I know my dog ain't she, gonna work, Chief. She gonna be in the middle of Walnut Street, <laughs> like at my trying to go through something. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's no point in trying it. I saw my old head from around the way. He was downtown, mind you. He he's six five, so he was downtown, and he had on like a full Sixers warm up, walking a poodle. 
And I'm like, I know he down here lying to people, <laughs> telling them he do something with that team. Like he worked, he yeah, I'm, I'm the 14th man. He worked at like Pico, like he worked like on electric shit. I'm a very important glue guy for the <laughs> Sixers. Y'all might have seen. <laughs> but me. I'm like, I know he down here lying, telling motherfuckers he got something to do with I'm the, the organization. I'm the backup to Rashawn Holmes. Because you know I'm like, you don't live downtown, so why are you down here <laughs> in all that Sixers shit with a poodle? Put all that Sixers shit on, grabbed your dog, hopped in a wheel, came down here, crazy, acting crazy around these white folks. You know what I mean lying? Probably taking donations for something. <laughs> Basically, we were trying to raise a hundred thousand for a new annex to the Sixers complex. Can you help us? You know what I'm saying? I'm the only one down here though. You know what I'm <laughs> That's how the motherfucking kids be out there begging at the fucking red light. With them football helmets with three from defunct teams. <laughs> three motherfuckers on a football team. I never seen that. Like, like what are y'all playing? NFL Blitz? <laughs> Why is it only three all out this motherfucker? It'd be dead as three. And you know it's another scumbag hustle now? The um What's the drummers? Yeah. What's they called? The uh the uh the, the, the drill team. Drill team. There don't be no drill team. It just be a big nigga with a bass <laughs> and a little nigga with the little tom tom. Like, yo, uh, uh, Ron, Ron, you still play? You still got your motherfucking drums? I still got my motherfucking drum. We gonna go down South Street, man. We uh, gonna get some bread. Nigga got on these my, white folks gotta pay today. Nigga got on my bus the other day. He he pulled up on a bike. He had the you know they wear the drums on their chest. Yes. He had it on like a book bag, <laughs> and he was riding the pedal bike. He pulled up. Put the bike on the bus and then board the drums on the bus. Like, you go to uh, Hunting Park, right? I'm like, yeah. And I'm looking at the bike like that shit had vice grips on the seat and the handlebars. And I'm like. Things fall apart. I'm like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> just barely making it, yo. Like, Jesus Christ. And then I dropped him off. I went up, came back. He was on Hunting Park with another nigga. And they was just out there playing the drums. Of course he like, was. Like, there were no steppers. There was no routine. Nothing. They was just. Out there playing the drums in the middle of the fucking hunting park in Allegheny on a Saturday. It's fucking insane that that shit is what's, what's going on. How was your week, though? Uh, my week was cool, aside from uh, my girl getting trapped in Walmart during that shooting shit. Oh, shit, she was in there. She was in there. Her, her cousin, and uh, her sister, they was all uh, in the fucking Walmart, and they, like, looking around, like, bop. They fucking literally ended up in the fucking like supply closet and shit, like in the back. Oh shit! Somebody that got shot ran back to where they was. He bleeding and shit. They thinking like, is he the shooter? Like, what's going on, dude? Like, oh shit, he shot me. Like, he on the phone. Like, it was like a real fucking massacre. Mm. Yeah, somebody else uh, that I know was in the middle of that shit too. Luckily, because I was in a shooting before, <laughs> my girl smart enough to know like yo you got to dip out before the cops come because yeah. everybody's going in and questioning or you get at the very least you're getting detained yeah so it's like if you don't slip out the side door or something like that before they start poking fingers yeah. around and asking questions you're gonna be one of the motherfucking questionnaires so luckily she was able to dip out of that joint like, oh yeah i don't want to talk to these people got out of there ended up not like not getting stuck in that shit but that whole uh everything that shit was like a, a crazy ass <laughs> situation because uh you seen the shit with Gary O, right? No. I saw the who is Gary O? Gary O's been like a radio veteran for like years and years is and that, years. That, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like DAS yeah, yeah, shit yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So he was basically saying like he was damn near in a standoff with the shooter. Yeah, he said it happened outside the store though. Yeah, outside the store. He's like, I see a motherfucker outside his car waving a pistol like trying to cock a pistol, like Trying to shoot some more motherfuckers. Like, he just like. I said the other day in my job, like, the dream scenario and that, like, like, the dream scenario for that instance, for yeah. that situation is we got, like, 
say we had like two carts. She's not even listening. But say we had like two carts full of shit, and we was getting ready to go to the register, and bulls start clapping, and everybody start running, and you was able to I skate just out. ran out the <laughs> store with like all the shit in the carts, and then just been out. And you know, ain't nobody die, so whatever they got shot, right. but. Ain't nobody die. And then you got... So technically, they didn't die for your groceries. They just got shot for your groceries. Exactly. And now we got $400 worth of shit. And they got a lawsuit against Walmart. Yeah. So that's a win-win. Everybody Everybody gets sued, yeah. But sure. The first thing you... Before you even shoot a suitor, the shooter, the first thing you do is sue Walmart. Yeah. Because if y'all didn't have the little slow guy at the fucking door, maybe an armed security guard... Exactly. You know, things are different. Yeah, if y'all paid more than eleven oh eight an hour, y'all would have a different scenario it? here. You know what I'm You know they got uh armed security guards now in Wawa's. Have you peeped that? That's sick of nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in Wawa's before where everybody was funny part like is, nobody's not paying for the nothing. The funny part is because everybody that's rude out has been you know the Wawa up on Ridge Avenue. How crack it do that Joe get at night? Oh dog? man, listen, I almost got into four fights in that joint oh. over the years, dog. Remember we was in it at night when the drunk white boy was going crazy. The black bitch worked there. She's like, "Pussy, I have somebody come." I'm like, "This bitch making case of this." <laughs> I'm a pussy, I have somebody come the fuck up here. It's like Yo, number that- eighty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> number ninety. <laughs> <laughs> that Wawa get cracking that joint wild, time, man. But yeah, they got armed security guards and Wawa's now. I peeped that shit at the Jonah Island Ave the other day. I'm like, damn, is niggas in here wilding like that? The it's most like, scumbagged out Wawa is the new John downtown at twenty was at twenty second and market. Awful. You go in that John after twentieth and market. Yeah, you in, you go in there anytime after nine p.m. It's over. Shit, the John on Seventeenth and Arch is terrible at night. You know what the worst the worst convenience store in the city of Philadelphia is where. Worst convenience store? It, it's 7-Eleven, A-plus, Wawa, add any of them in. The worst one. The John on Broad, across from the John on Broad in Glenwood? Nah, 7-Eleven at JFK. The bums follow you in there. <laughs> yeah. They follow you inside. That's because they be giving out meals <laughs> and shit out there, so they always the fuck out. Nah, them, I see a motherfucker follow somebody to the ATM, so you gonna get some money out. You know what I'm saying? You got it when you come up. Remember when I told you I got in a fight in high school when my man hit the bum with the block of ice and they came yes. to the t- that shit happened right there on that little strip and shit was the, we was coming from the vendor but the bums out there they are completely unruly it's a different animal yeah you ain't they be sitting right that. on the steps like you know you got me when you come out right like, <laughs> excuse me what the fuck is going on Seven Eleven out West Philly is pretty terrible too on um is that Lebanon. Like 66. Oh, that joke. <laughs> that joke. Super listen, crazy. when I was a buck, I had to stop going to that joke. Like, <laughs> you can die in there. Like, you go in there the wrong night. I saw a guy from my neighborhood who I thought got killed. I'm like, they had a candlelight vigil for him and everything. He was just in there one night. And I'm like, all right, it's a ghost. Why the fuck is he in there? I, I dead ass thought he was dead. And he was just in there, perked out of his mind. So, what you mad? You chilling? I'm like, look, I only got four dollars on me, just in case you're <laughs> thinking about doing some crazy shit. I got four bucks on me. Man, I see, I bumped into a nigga I ain't that seen. Wild, that's Seven Eleven, but bonkers. Bonkers. It's another Joan that's fucked around up. Uh, obviously, it's Frankfurt. It's a Seven a Seven Eleven in Frankfurt on Frankfurt Ave. I was in I that Joan one day. I used to go there when I was on light duty. I used to go there in the morning. <laughs> a nigga I I didn't see in 21 years walked up on me in that Joan like Chad Chad Fane. <laughs> My nigga, like, yo, man, it's good to see you, my nigga. But if I'm gonna say your last name, I I just got out yesterday. I'm just like, oh my god, 
Yeah, that joint be funny as shit. You're like, yo, you think you can help me out, man? I'm fucked around, man. This shit bad. I was like, you know what? Got, it's your lucky day, man. Got twenty dollars for you. It's oh man, this is good looking. I can get back and forth with my PO all week. I'm good, man. Appreciate <laughs> you, man. I don't even know who this motherfucker was, but he apparently knew yeah. me. I'm the king of running into people that know me that I don't know them. You ever have a full blown conversation with somebody you don't know? You ever have full blown conversation with somebody you don't know? Then get to the end of it, they be like, you don't even know who this is, do you? I never had that. Happen. That happens to me all the time because I just be like, I be trying to give them the Hollywood conversation. Yeah, no, no, that's crazy. How your brother doing? I don't have a brother. Oh, well, sure. How your mom doing? You gotta have a mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just have bullshit conversation. I'm trying to bullshit. Uh, my, I really want you to stop talking to me. I feel threatened and offended. I want you to back up on my personal space. But since you're not, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna entertain you. I seen a nigga who I ain't seen since we was like elementary school. He was like, Yo, what's what's up with you, cuz? Like, you know how you you know he's like, I follow you on the gram. You Funniest shit, you hear me saying? You you one of the funniest niggas in the city. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's up with your brother? He's like, my brother got killed. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. How, how, when that happened? He was like six years ago, and I'm like, <laughs> I, that's what I'm like. I'm like, damn, I ain't even know that. He was like, you you said rest in peace on Facebook. I'm like, motherfuckers be having my passcode. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> but I'm like, damn, like, and now I'm talking to him, and I'm like, damn, I felt bad because I kind of. Bort that shit up or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I really need to like when I see people, and that's why now I've gotten to the point where I it's crazy. I'll get that John. Like when motherfuckers come up and be like, "Yo, what's up, cuz?" and I'll be like, "Cause I have to like analyze it to myself. Like, who are you? Right? Where are you from? What do I know about you? Because yeah. chances are I done forgot something. Yeah. About to say something stupid, and it's like it's like that that fucking Frankfurt. I'm like, I'm a Southwest West Philly nigga in Frankfurt. Why do you know me up here? I'm offended that you know me up here. I, I for for a while I would I would go out and like every time I went out somebody was like yo Matt oh shit what up somebody and I'd just be like <laughs> <laughs> I just wave and keep it moving because I ain't even got the fucking time man but yeah it's it's certain convenience stores <clears throat> shit the Seven Eleven around my old neighborhood it's a it's called a Lucky Star now. On uh, Island in Elmwood, yeah, that John is it's it's not sad. like back in the day. That should be cracking. That was a Seven Eleven. Like you go and get your Slurpee, yeah. you know, get you a, a bag of chips, you know, now you, get a, you get a pistol in that John. No, when I went in there and you walk in, at first you see the hookahs and all of that shit. And I'm like, son, who can this motherfucker now? And then the boy was standing. He was like, yo, cuz, what's up with my steak? I'm like, they selling steaks? They got like a whole, it's like half poppy, half smoke shop, yeah. half. They're like, well, we got the tobacco license. We might as well go all out. And I, I'm, I couldn't believe that shit. I'm like, yo, this is not what the fuck I grew up on. Yeah, they fucking raised the counter in that joint so they got the high ground just in case they got to shoot you in the face. <laughs> Like just in case you come in here tripping off that K two, we will shoot you in the face tonight. Yeah, I was in there. I was I was grabbing waters. Boy walked in. He was like, "Yo, yo, pop, pop, where are your scales at?" And I'm like, "They selling scales in this show now." Like, damn. Like that's usually what, the stores with the paraphernalia close at six o'clock. Like you gotta get your paraphernalia. Off. You gotta get your paraphernalia <laughs> early in the day. You go in there and get scales at one in the morning, dog. That's a whole different this ball nigga, game. P- bitch ass nigga, don't trust me. Till my last time it was three point one eight. Fucking pussy. Now I gotta spend thirty eight dollars on a scale. Fuck how was, you. How was your week though? Uh, what I didn't do shit this week, man. I just it's just so much bullshit going on. I just was staying in the house watching the news and the current events and Nicki Minaj acting crazy and just yeah, all I, told the, you, I missed literally everything. <laughs> Matt was like, "What is going on?" Like he he was really genuinely interested. Like he hit me twice about it. Like no, but really, what is going on? Because I was trying to figure out why everybody was hitting me. Like 
I can't wait to hear the next podcast. And I'm like, what happened? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everything. I was at work just Yo, did you everything. see that shit? It was, uh, uh, of course it was in Philadelphia. 75 people overdosed from K2 the other day. In one day? Yeah, all in the same batch. It was like all in the same park. That's terrible, man. It's like you can't even make this shit up. Like y'all, y'all literally trying to kill yourselves. Y'all going out of your way to kill yourselves. It was like laced with some old other some crazy shit. K two is synthetic uh weed. Weed, yeah. yeah. So are they smoking it? Yeah. That shit just make you lose your mind. But it's not mind. weed. It's not weed. See, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Motherfucker was uh like right on the corner of my block. Motherfucker was K two'd out of his mind uh last night. Somebody recorded the shit and put it on uh put it on IG. I'm like, yo, that's my fucking Sunoco. Like <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker was straight on the thriller joint. Like he was like bugging for like a good forty seconds, like just uh, talking to itself, pop locking everything. And they don't be yo, they don't feel shit. Like you could hit that motherfucker with a wrench and he'd eat that. Yeah. Dog, I tell you, just I, this was 2011, 12. I was on the 33, so it was that long ago. Like yeah. I don't even do the 33 anymore. But I'm coming down 22nd Street. You know where the projects is, right there on um, what is that? 22nd and Diamond. Yeah, it's a liquor store right there, like in between the little block. You know what I'm talking about? I pull up to the corner. It's like three niggas standing there, and they got like a chick that's standing in front of them. The door is open, because I'm thinking they're getting on the bus. They like shoved her on the bus and took off. So when they tell, I'm like, the fuck? So she just standing there. This is when we had the buses with the steps. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, step up, because she just standing there. She literally came up, put her hand on the bar, like behind me, and then put her hand on the fare box and would not move. Like she just literally was standing there. And I'm like, yo, you all right, sis? And she just was like this. Zombied out. I'm like, sis, you cool? And she just standing there. So I'm like, all right, y'all, this bitch is on drugs. I got to get the fuck off the bus. So I literally had to, like, climb around her because she would not fucking move. And I had to call the people. And they had to come, like, take her off the fuck. Like, she literally got on and froze as soon as she stepped on the bus. And I'm like, yo, that shit is scary. When you just out here zombied the fuck out, like, that's not good at all. You know what I'm saying? Like... Motherfuckers do it though. I, I I never understood the joint where it's like, what the fuck makes you want to do fake weed or fake heroin? Like as if heroin isn't bad enough. Why are you doing the fake fent- fentanyl? Yeah. Like that's dumb as shit. You know what I'm saying? It's actually sad, but yeah, damn, that's crazy. Seventy five overdoses in one day, like yeah, all in the same fucking in the same general vicinity, in the same area, like nut shit. That's fucking crazy. <clears throat> so other than that though, you had a good week. Yeah, for sure. Just trying to stay away from all these fucking crazy people. I'm literally like trying to, you know, plan my escape from Philadelphia as you are yes. <laughs> as well. Um, it's just been like so much like muck and grind and so much just madness going on, man. Um, in Philly, the last really the whole year for real, for real. It's just a few days here and there where it's like, oh, it ain't too bad. I saw a young boy got shot the other day, um, shot in the head. He had a track scholarship. Yeah, the, uh, did you see the fucking headline that they put on the Daily News? Nah. I'm I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm going to just show it to you just for, for on-air reaction. Horrible. Oh. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. That's terrible. Terrible. 
Yeah, the fucking Daily News headline was he couldn't run. Dot, dot, dot. Damn. Completely out of line, disrespectful, everything. That's a lawsuit right there. Yeah. And they, they he looked like Ricky when he got shot on a... What movie is that? Boys in the Hood. Yeah. And it, and it goes back Damn. to what we said. Like, even in, in Philly, even if you're doing the absolute right thing 98% of the time, within that... 2% of the time when your orbit comes into fucking contact with these other assholes where you either at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people stay somewhere a little bit too long. These are the type of things that happen because that young boy is not supposed to be fucking getting violently gunned down. That's not supposed to happen. Did they say if it was like accidental or they haven't really given no information yet as far as what I've seen. Because my thing is, how do you just get shot in the back of the head? And then, like, was it a mistaken identity? Like, what? But Yeah, that, that uh, headline on the news was absolutely trifling. That's uh, Out of line. Y'all playing games with that one. That's sickening. Jesus. Yeah, so I'm going live on my phone for those of you uh, that are, uh, you know, watching live. We had a good little uh, little run going. We had 43 viewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I said I'm going to bring my IG back. I got to do that now. You got? I got to bring my Twitter back. Are you, are, I was about to say, are you back on Twitter yet? Not yet. People texting me about it already. Like, cause you know, I don't, I don't do the attention seeking thing where I'm like, I'm about to delete my Twitter. Y'all going to miss me when I'm gone. Shit going to be getting dark out here. Cause nobody really gives yeah. a fuck for real, for real in the grand scheme of things. But a few people hit me like, yo, did you delete your Twitter or are these people bugging? I'm like, no, nah, it's deleted. I had motherfuckers hit me like, yo, did you block me on Instagram? I'm like, no. <laughs> That's dick. the first thing like, that they think. Like, yeah. Did, like, did no. your life go on without me? <laughs> Cause that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like you in a you, different you, place you, in your you, life. You had lunch, like you was you was able to digest your food without being on IG. It's like, yeah, trust and believe me. I'm bringing my IG back, and he's doing the same. I think with his Twitter because for one reason because we have a prospect and a goal that we're trying to reach. My, I don't think Chad wants to be. Well, I think you do want to be in Miami. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily want to be in a cave, but. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We'll do what we gotta but do. We gotta do what we gotta do. So it's like, you know, I'll bring my IG back. But uh hopefully that works out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We keep it on the hush. Hashtag pray for us. Hashtag keep us in prayer. <laughs> um don't be afraid to throw ten dollars in the pot. Yeah. Send one up for us. Yeah, no, that's another thing. Donations. We are not above taking your money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if y'all ever feel like, you know, hey, what's Matt and Chad doing? Just send us some money if y'all ever come across some thoughts. Uh you can PayPal us at the realest podcast ever at gmail.com. We'll take your money. I was reading this thing the other day about how podcasts get people to like donate money and how many how these podcasts are making thousands of dollars from like donations. And I'm yeah. like Not us. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like not us. Yo, there's uh have you been keeping up with battle rap this year at all? I, uh bro, I seen Brosco the other day and he's yeah. so intimidating <laughs> that it was like, you know, I I I I basically just started lying in the conversation. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm fuck with It's like the Undertaker conversation yeah. all over again. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm joking. Shut up, Brasco. <laughs> but no, we was talking about battle rap the other day. And um I was telling him like Battle rap is it's it's changed so much dramatically from what it was when I was a a youngin to yeah. now because back in the day it was like Cassidy and Free was like out of this fucking yeah, it was, world it was on the spot and, and then it was like yo where you at come here and then Ness and Hollow happened and that was just like in a room and then Lux and Mook was at like a fucking 
City Blue, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and now it's like these motherfuckers is on pay-per-view and yeah. you know, it's just a whole different aspect and to it. And the pay-per-view now. is so booming now that they fucking doing all the events are like small rooms now because they know they got the the historical data from the pay-per-view to know like, yeah, we're gonna sell 80,000 pay-per-views yeah. and 30 to 50 a, a clip. It don't even fucking matter what we do in the as far as the gate. We're going to get our bread back. You know what I'm saying? So, But the point that I was making about Battle Rap is um, there's a, a platform, Jay Black from Philly. He's a, a Battle Rap blogger or whatever. He created called Champion. And they've been basically like crowdsourcing money for all the uh, big Battle Rap events KOTD, RBE, URL, where they do this thing called Champion of the Night. And they allow people to donate and they create a pot based off of how much people donate. And the only way that you can vote on who should get the best performance of the night or Champion of the Night is if you put money into the pot or whatever. Oh, so sure. it incentivizes people to get put money up. So like for, for last week, Summer Madness 7, they got up to uh, six grand. Oh, that somebody won on top of their purse or whatever mm-hmm. that they got for actually doing the battle shit. So I'm like, damn, like how could we incorporate some shit like that? What the fuck can we do that makes some people give us some fucking money? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the, the radio silence. Right. <laughs> yeah. We have nothing. Nothing. So it's like, but they've been doing this shit like every week. So it's like some events that are like not as high profile, they might get like twelve hundred. Then another one three thousand for this one. They got fucking six thousand for Summer Madness eight in London. They fuck around and probably get a dom or some shit like yeah, that. That's People dope. are just giving their fucking money up. Shit, they was giving it to Kylie a couple weeks ago. So yes, people are looking for reasons to get their bread up. People will literally give their reason, to, give their money to any cause they're aware of. It's a uh, it's a dude. <laughs> Good reason or it's not. a dude to my job. He a deacon at a church. Like he runs all of the uh, the plates and all that. And, yeah. and like I always make jokes with him because he he'll he'll gamble on Mondays at my depot or whatever. And I'll be like, oh y'all did good yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Hundred dollar hope. Anybody with hundred dollar? <laughs> and it's like that's what we need. It's like some hundred dollar hope. Yeah, for sure. Real tough. But my thing, and I, you know, I think you you feel the same way. It's like. We we got a goal as to where we want to go. Yes. You know, we don't want to stay doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, uh, you know, I think it's just time, man. BET, y'all need to highlight us. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think BET, MTV2, like, remember all of the little shows they was running? Yeah, they with? was running all types of shit. Back when Tax Stone was still free, they was, yeah. they was giving motherfuckers all types of shit. Complex, a bunch of different people. But the only thing was, like, I know, with uh, you know, when you're dealing with corporate, the only thing is you don't really retain your ownership to anything. But I don't really care. Let me tell you, just give me some money. As long as I can retain <laughs> ownership to the Porsche. <laughs> I don't yeah, like, give a fuck. I'm not really worried about that shit. Real talk. I, I, whatever with that intellectual property bullshit. Let's <laughs> make sure this shit got gas in it. And let's go in. That's really how. I'm starting let's make sure that the Tesla is the S model. Let's let's worry about the important shit. I watched a Tesla video the other night. Them Jones is pretty dope. Yeah, I really like the uh, the ninety the truck the truck van whatever yeah. the fuck it is with the doors. Yeah, I didn't realize them Jones was that goddamn fast. They fast as fuck. Yeah, it's all electric, so you right. know how that shit go. But yeah, it's another conversation for another day. All right, so let's get into some of these topics. We briefly touched on like the whole Walmart shooting. For those of you out there in our global audience, there was basically an incident here in the Philadelphia area, like all of our incidents lately for some reason that made international fucking news. Uh, some jackass in Walmart gets into an argument during the checkout. Um, apparently, I guess the Cheetos was not two for four as <laughs> they advertised, and he had to use a coupon that he didn't have. Um, and he shot the mo- he sh- I- I'm going to clap this bitch up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for my battle rap fans, <laughs> if Smack don't run me my money right now, I'm going to clap this bitch up. And that's exactly what he did. And not to make light of it because eight people were shot. But it's just like, 
how <laughs> why like i have so many questions like how do you get that upset at walmart that you like you got me about to start talking and fucking rap it's like yo like and literally the first hand account from people that was there was they got into an argument at the checkout over what people still don't know because you know once niggas get going it's hard to decide you don't know where you don't know where to, you don't the, know which piece of chicken was overcooked it so, just, shit just went left so he what nigga fuck you grabs the gun off his the girl he was with his waist, sister his sister waist and starts shooting indiscriminately like, you got the burn on you <sighs> takes it it's, start going to town yeah so in silly nigger fashion he proceeds to run outside him and his sister as if you're not on 10,000 cameras you're going to jail but they hop into their what kind of car do you think they had a grand prix grand prix yeah. grand prix Ooh. grand mark crown vic Ooh. we call them pricks <laughs> yeah. Yeah. number number 1 two, 1 1 and 1 car yeah. of dickheads worldwide yeah. 1a 1b <laughs> 1c no they just 1 1 and 1 they all tied at 1 there is no there is no fucking number 2 we go straight to number 4 if you see if you <laughs> see a um a grand marquise that's a member of the crown vic boys that's instant trouble because yes. it's like <laughs> he's set tripping yeah it's instant trouble he's set tripping that so is instant trouble they hop in the pricks and begin cascading uh around into traffic <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying, exactly to, trying to get away you know he's like was shot out though yeah, like they, he, they say he's like a known PCP smoker. Yeah, like he 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 be off his rocker a lot yeah. so it's like in his mind he probably wasn't in walmart yeah Probably was playing duck hunt. Correct. For real, for yeah. real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you just but shooting. But sis, you notice, why are you bringing this crazy motherfucker around all of these people? I mean, because he had the stamps. <laughs> so He got the stamp card, so, you know. He got the stamps. I got the burner. I ain't know Hopefully his, shit I ain't, don't go left. I ain't know his uh, his nut shit was going to act up today. <laughs> it's, no, it's no way for me to time it. Yeah, you never know when the nut shit going to pop. He ain't going to let me use the car without him right there. He need to know mm. exactly how much I spent. They so, crashed into a cop. Yeah. So they, they in traffic, weaving through fucking traffic, toss the burner after apparently trying to <laughs> <laughs> trying to cock the gun and it wouldn't go. Not into a river because there's no river around. No, just toss it. Just toss it out next what to the gun. <laughs> the gun you just shot eight people with. What, what gun? What gun, officer? <laughs> Nigga, what? Like, <laughs> What the fuck gun are you talking about? <laughs> gun are you talking about? Uh, I found a gun 400 feet from where you just crashed into me at. Oh, no, that ain't my shit. Somebody else must have been shooting today. <laughs> what gun? What gun? Oh, fuck it. I tossed that. <laughs> tossed that, Joe. No, no, no. Th that ain't mine. So, tosses the burner. It's crashes fucking Luke Oil parking lot. <laughs> right. Crashes into a fucking cop. Yo, what's going on? Hope all is well. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is Nice and Neat, the podcast. We're three quintessential friends dedicated to the 360-degree development of men. Our goal is to not only share our experiences, but offer as much value as we possibly can through the lessons we've learned along the way. When I say we talk about everything, we talk about everything. Character, discipline, career development. Oh, and let me not forget, we get real personal. Now make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our episodes. Write a review. Let us know what you think. Enjoy. Car gets the shit beat out of him as he should and gets taken to jail. Now, did you see the uh, perp walk video? I didn't see the perp walk video. I, I saw the I saw the end of it on the news when he was apologizing. Yes. I saw that. So that's what I'm saying. So the, so now fast forward to a day and a half later, the perp walk video. He's like, "Yo, I'm sorry. I fear for my life." Blah blah blah. <laughs> and it goes back to what I immediately said when all of this went down is. 
Stupid motherfuckers like this do stupid motherfucker shit and then try to look for somebody to shift the blame onto. So now you're going to sit here and tell us how you fear for your life when we don't even know if the person that allegedly threatened you is injured. Well, I don't understand what he said he was feared of. Like he feared... For Whatever person. the confrontation was. What was the confrontation? We still don't know. Like, I mean, they, <laughs> they, was he arguing with somebody in line or a, a Walmart person? I don't know. But he said he feared for his life. That's crazy. You know, the, the other day, and this is what I, you, you, you and me talk about this like a lot, like in our private conversations, how black people have energy for just dumb shit. Wake up, because well, Neanderthal. Because this is, like, that's a, like, like you know the, the you know what this, this you is know the SpongeBob meme where you like, <laughs> where like yeah it's one of like, them Jones. after you clap eight people yeah. bang the fucking whip out rumble the cops you, the burner in the you, oil parking you lot you gotta literally like when they putting you in the paddy wagon like all, and you you all teased like, huh, and made spent you got be like whoo <laughs> yeah. like dog. like that's sad that's that's sickening to me this is domestic. Terrorism. That's what I'm saying. This is like like you get 179 years for But this. I was telling Ra and Jules the other day, I don't think I told you about Shorty the other day. I'm driving the bus. I, on Saturday and Sunday, I do the 60. I've seen Brasco. That's Brasco tell you. It's nuts out there. Allegheny <laughs> is fucking crazy. I'm driving 7380. It's the only bus we have where the, the air conditioner shit over top of you, the first two buttons, the first two Jones don't work because you can put it on like, like low, medium, or high, so you gotta go on high. You got and high is literally. <laughs> it's you know you walk in Walgreens. <laughs> that's how the shit sounds. So you can't you can see the cold. You, you can't hear shit when you. So I, but it's hot and the sun is right on me. So I got the shit on high. I'm driving. Chick don't ring the bell. I, I come through Broad Street, let people on off. I'm coming down the 13th. The bell don't ring because when it ring, the dashboard light up on the new buses. So mm -hmm. the, the dashboard don't. I, I keep rolling. I get down to Germantown and she comes up like, now I know damn well you heard me tell you to stop back at 13th Street. If I get somebody to come on this bus and smack the shit out you, I'd be wrong, right? So instantly I'm like, well, someone's going to die. <laughs> somebody come on this bus and touch me. Somebody, one of us is going to get sure, hurt. For sure, that's the only way it's going to end. Bad. But I'm like, the fact that I, I can't even, I can't even say, yo, my fault. Damn, my bad. I ain't hear you. Nothing. Yeah. I can't explain to you about this loud ass, nut ass air conditioner. Nothing. Because we've gone immediately from that round to the gangster to shit. this one. Yeah. You've brought I'm violence. I'm gonna clap this bitch out. You've brought violence into the equation. Immediately. And then she gets off the bus, mad as shit. She had she had like a Burger King uniform. I don't know. I don't want to put that up. But it's just like, all right, she's pissed at something else. She get off. The lady come up like. Yeah, what the fuck was her problem? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. People just be mad. But I'm like, I wasn't trying to be on some asshole shit. I'm, I really didn't hear her right. say nothing. But I'm like, I don't about that shit. Don't bother me. I'm I'm working. The lady was like, you know what the nut ass part is? That bum ass bitch probably got somebody to come on here and do some old stupid shit. And I started thinking like, yeah, she probably do. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, that's how left a murder can pop off. Like, that's how you get 300 in the motherfuckers in a year. Yeah, absolutely. Because the smallest, most minuscule mishaps or misunderstandings turn into big dumb shit. Yeah, this same, this same bitch that could get somebody to get on a bus and throw their life away and throw your life away probably couldn't get that same nigga to give her $50. Crazy. So then, Pete, I, that shit happens. I go down. 
I come up now. I'm leaving from down Richmond, Westmoreland. I come up to Kensington, Allegheny. Nobody gets off at the back door. Like, no one's getting off. Right. So I don't open the back door. So motherfuckers wait for you to open the back door so they can run on the back and shit. You know okay. what I'm saying? This is just how bold and how poor <laughs> niggas are. I don't open the back doors. Everybody getting on in the front. So it's a bunch of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Niggas getting on, doing whatever, paying, whatever. Motherfuckers' excuses. I don't I don't give a fuck. Right. But I just don't... I didn't open the back doors because there's no one getting off. There's no reason to open yeah. the back door. The last nigga gets on and was like, yo, dog, like, next time I open that back door, it's hot as shit out here. I'm like, I gotta be getting punk today. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So I'm like, do you got your fare? He like, nah, I ain't got it. Next time I open that fucking back door. And I'm like... So essentially what you're saying is... Yo, open the back door so I can get on for free. Yeah, so I can it's, sneak it's, on as opposed to having to do this. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all so ridiculous. Because I, I have, because I, like most ignorant niggers, have more pride than currency. Exactly. So now we got to do this. That's, that's fucked up, right? Yeah. More pride than currency. That's a perfect way to put it. And I'm sitting there to myself and it's just like, I, I told Ra, it's so ridiculous in these little pockets in the city to where if you're like upstanding and like, a decent human being, you're the minority. Yes. You're the vast minority. Yeah. Because everybody's on nut shit. It's crazy. If you're in Kensington or Frankfurt right now and you're an upstanding citizen, you are the absolute minority. Like, you're one out of ten that got some sense. One out of a hundred, maybe. Everybody's on nut shit. The business owners is on nut shit. Fuck you, pussy. Get out of here. I don't need your money. Kill your bitch. <laughs> like when I pull up to the corner, I know who's going beg. You can tell because they be staring at you, trying to make eye contact to test your, test your temperature. Yeah. Your temperature. It's like I literally be feeling like the equalizer. Like I look at my watch and I'm like, it's gonna be seven niggas beg in the next 15 <laughs> seconds. Like, like that's how the fuck. That's how you feel when you because it's 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 really like that. Because you can just tell where motherfuckers is at. Yeah. But the the crazy part is, no matter how poor, no matter how bad, no matter how ridiculous somebody's situation is. They got time for nut shit. Yeah. Not to keep going with the bus stories. Motherfuckers tell me they like them. I hate them because it's like I'm. This is, you're living this I shit. I lost my hair behind yeah, this shit. Man you know has PTSD behind this shit. <laughs> I pull up to Eighth and Market the other day. Eighth and Arch on the forty eight. Shorty gets on the bus. She like yeah. She showed me the bitch got papers like this. Whenever this is another joint. When people get on the bus and they got a pamphlet of papers, they just got out of prison. There's no reason for them to show you anything like this. But she get on. She like yeah. I just got released. Um, you give me a ride back up North Philly. I'm like what? I don't. You don't have to show me that shit. Just go sit down. So as she go back there, she starts asking people if she can use their phone. I'm like, this shit going in terribly. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like white folks on the phone. Right. White boy, though, on some nice shit like here. Let her use the phone. So I'm like, I'm telling you. This is a bad idea. I'm saying to myself. Like, and that's Don't that. do it. I'm like, this shit ain't going to end well, but whatever. She started using the phone. So he gets off. He's getting off at 29th and Gerard. We downtown. She been using the phone all the way up, calling her people's oh, doing God. whatever. So we we get to 29th Street. He like, ma'am, I'm getting ready to get off. I need my phone. She gives it to him. I'm like, oh, wow, bet. That ended great. He gets his phone, gets off the bus. Shorty gets on the bus. Another black chick get on the bus. Young John got on scrubs, got a bag. Like, she coming from work. I hear the lady, because it's a, like a 40-year-old lady. Okay. She asked her, can she use the phone? I don't think none of it. I'm riding. Next thing I know, I'm talking about, I, 
I didn't even get the master street. All I hear is, bitch, I'm like, the fuck? I turn around. The shorty coming from work, she arguing with her now. Bitch, don't step in my fucking face. Like, the fuck I got to let you use me? You, you, That's my phone. I pay my bill. Don't get an attitude because I ain't let you. And uh, she like, bitch, I'll knock you the fuck out. I just got out of prison. I ain't afraid to go the fuck back. Then the bitch like, what? You'll do what? Bitch, pull the mace out. Start shaking the mace. I'm like, yo, yo, uh. yo. You really not about to spray mace on a bus with 50 people. She like, fuck this bitch and fuck you too if you riding with her. I'm like, I'm not riding with that bitch. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm standing I up. I promise I'm not riding. I'm standing up now in the seat and I'm sweating. I'm just like, why, why? I'm like, I'm about to just leave this fucking bus, call an Uber, and go the fuck back to the fucking depot. Like, like, why? Like, you coming from work, you just got the fuck out of jail. Right. You know what I'm saying? You coming from work, how do you even have the energy? I'm always on go. To light the, the and, and I told my man the other day, I'm like, Drake got niggas on this whole, I go zero to a hundred real, real quick. quick yeah. Not realizing Drake worth a hundred and don't get in the shit. Right. <laughs> he got them H-Town niggas for all that goo right. and Baca and all of them. Like, niggas really have this zero to a hundred lifestyle and it's like. Like, what you say? This shit, what? yeah, that's how much, how's that motherfuckers be? And it's just like, yo, this shit ain't cool. What you say? Have a nice day. Fuck you, pussy. I literally had to grab her arm like, sis, 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 go home. You got kids? She was like, yeah, and I rise for mine. I'm like, well, ride your ass till you stop. <laughs> ride the bus till you stop <laughs> and go home. I'm, she bitch told me, fuck you if you riding with her. Like, it sounded like a meat record. I've never <laughs> seen this lady but day she in my said, life. She sounded like O'Malley. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know this fucking lady. What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? But it's like, dog, it, it just literally be dumb shit that niggas got energy for 24-7. And it be like, how? Easily. It, you ever come from your, your job or just go, go to you? You don't got time to rumble a nigga at the Sunoco. On your way to work, <laughs> like, why? It's bad, man. Like, like that shit got to end, dog. Niggas come outside and be like, "How much nut shit can I do today?" Because that shit, I don't give a fuck what you smoke. You lighting up a fucking Walmart, then you playing a video game in your brain. So apparently, in the fallout from all this, there have been people that are like, "Well, yeah, y'all don't know what he was going through and this and that." And I'm just sitting here like. What? <laughs> like, w w what about the people that he hurt? <laughs> like, what do you mean we don't know what he was going through? Yeah, I don't, but I'm assuming that it was at least like a jar of fucking uh, wet. Like, yeah. I'm, ass <laughs> I'm assuming that that's what he went through before he got to the fucking shoot. I told you, a nigga straight told us one time that when he got, he, he had like, he had a simple assault and a sexual assault case he court like on the same night. And oh. yeah, and he's explaining a story to us in the barbershop like, yeah, somebody slipped me a Mickey. And I mean, I burst out laughing <laughs> because all my years, I've never heard anyone say that about their. Like, you, mean, you know, you see somebody like kind of shout out motherfuckers be like, yeah, somebody slipped her a Mick. Or right. somebody, I've never heard a motherfucker tell you, yeah, somebody slipped me a Mick. And my man was like, yeah, after you slipped him $10. <laughs> like, you, like, you know damn well you paid your hard-earned money for that Mickey. And he was begging the nigga, yeah. where is the Mickey at, nigga? <laughs> been, I've been negotiating this Mickey price all week. <laughs> like, what's up? But the nigga told us that, yeah, some, no, somebody slipped me a Mick. And I was, you know, out, 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 out here on my, on my drawing, John. And I'm like, can't nobody slip you shit. <laughs> You have, like think about that. You never known like that's like somebody tell you, oh yeah, somebody spiked my drink, and you know it's but like, relax, man. But that's how relax, crazy. Like man. motherfuckers really, 
that's another thing they got to stop too. Like trying to almost find like empathy as to why yeah. somebody went as, left. as opposed to dealing with the situation at hand. All right, fuck the empathy. He went left. People are injured. This is this is domestic terrorism. You typically get either fucking. Uh, the death penalty or 178 years for shit like this. Let's deal with the situation at hand because now, just from his perp walk, we could already see he's trying to find a way to. I saw them talk. The, the, they posted videos of the, uh, the boy interrogation the other day. Um, what's the kid name that shot up the school in Florida? Uh, you what's the name of the school that got shot up down there? Like 17 kids got killed. I know what you're talking about, but but, I don't but know. they did his interrogation the other day, and they were showing the video. They let his brother come in and talk to him, and I'm like, I've never seen a family member come through any right, interrogation, group interrogation. But the brother was talking to him in the kind of, and the young boy was punching himself in the head, like, "Oh, just kill me! I don't deserve to to live," and all this other stuff. And people was commenting on it, like, "Oh, he's really crazy." He has problems, like. You you go grab an AR and load it and come out into the public and start letting it go. If you, That's a conscious act. If you crazy, put mayonnaise in the fucking toaster. Right. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> why is it that the crazy pick the gun up right. and then come outside? The assault rifle. The assault <laughs> rifle. You didn't show up with a bayonet fucking loading. Uh, if you come out, you come, you show up with an old school bow and arrow. It's like, boy, crazy as Crazy shit. as a motherfucker. He's yeah. off his rock. Even a crossbow. It's like, ah. Uh, Niggas, niggas shot I up. told you it was niggas arguing one day at the park and one of the niggas that used to be out there he was super into karate like he was a karate nigga like that was his thing he's like a fourth degree black belt or whatever but they was out there going at it and he started like getting into the whole little situation and we like yo like cause he like a regular nigga these is like street niggas and yeah. like you know these I know these niggas got hammers and my man was like yo you should cool out that nigga went in his jacket and he showed us he had the Chinese the stars, stars and put him back in his car and I'm like this nigga this is going in horribly <laughs> like you start throwing them Jones around them Jones is indiscriminate with nigga, punishment nigga pulled them shits out like they was the burner though and showed them to us and put them back in his coat you have no idea guys like don't don't get it fucked up <laughs> I got my joints on me holy shit but yeah it's like I, I don't understand that like we act like motherfuckers oh he he crazy that's what it is. it's just like no dog if you like the people on the bus like they get on and pay and then that crazy yeah if you was crazy why like how you know it's 250 <laughs> you ain't the fuck how you know her. where the bus stop at why didn't you walk into the front of the why do you crawl under this motherfucker <laughs> when i feel like hey why you, aren't you on top of the bus like spider-man since you, <laughs> you so ain't motherfucking that crazy. crazy like i had a crazy nigga one time he ran on the bus and he ran in the back like he just ran on and ran in the back I was like, whatever. And I started to pull on the highway. He climbed out the, the side window. <laughs> he opened the emergency zone, climbed. People was like, oh, my God. We were screaming, like, yo, get him, get him. He jumped down, him. and he went running up the city ave ramp. I, yo, next stop, 15th, man. I, 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 I kept going. <laughs> like, motherfuckers, like, I've seen a couple crazy motherfuckers. But it's like, for the most part, these motherfuckers ain't yeah. crazy. They just felt, felt like coming out and doing shit. Because think about it. If he crazy, why are you apologizing? Yeah. Why are you saying, oh, I'm sorry, I fear for my life? Yeah, that's because you committed a conscious act. You overdid it. You just was, yeah, you did way too you much. You did way more than you probably intended to. You, you probably a, wanted to grab the burner and scare the nigga, but then he called you a bluff, and then you had to shoot him. Hair trigger. Yeah. Glock's got six pounds of pressure. You haul off and get somebody that done worked on it. That shit, my, my Glock 30 had two pounds. Like, literally, you move your finger, that shit is shooting. You fuck up and pull that bitch in public. 
I told you I shot in the fucking apartment right. one time. Like, that, like oh real. shit. I'm looking around. I'm like, Who the fuck shooting? They shooting. <laughs> real shit. My pass has finally caught up to me. Ew. Shouldn't have sold that nigga all that I, Reggie I, I, back I, I, in the line. I told you I was a gangster back in the day, baby. <laughs> real shit. But yeah, like duh, like you you get out here and motherfuckers let their emotions. That's how all this shit happened and go left. To where you look up and you see motherfuckers fighting over like the shorty the other day on the jump. Like y'all about to argue over her asking to use your phone yes your phone's in your pocket what's the issue no this bitch i don't like the way she talked to me trust me if i didn't have this shirt tucked in i'd talk to you <laughs> like that but it's like yo like we we because i'm gonna just be here all night i want to change uh topics all right speaking of crazy people on drugs uh our favorite female rapper Nicki minaj uh spaz- i don't think she's on drugs anymore you don't I didn't because the interview was making sense. The interview made all the sense in the world. Then I go on Twitter and she lightened everybody up. And I was like, ah, that's the afties from the perks. I, I, <laughs> I, I it's, don't like want, the, it's like the meek shit all over again. I don't want to say it was like her doing it to like sell some records. or No, I don't shit. think that. I just think that she just like has reached her breaking point more than anything. And my whole thing was I was and having I think everybody's allowed to do that. Yes. And I was talking to my homegirl the other day and she was like, yo, Nikki crazy, this and that, and da, da, da. And I'm like, well, everybody, I was like, I tell people all the time, just in life, you can control what you say to people. You can't control how they respond to it. So for, because they've been broken up for so long now, people don't, people have put it out of their brains that Safari went on every media outlet that he could to discredit Nicki Minaj and basically say, oh, well, I ain't going to say exactly what I did, but just know I was associate executive producer for a reason. It was a lot of innuendos. And when people would say that he was writing her stuff, he would retweet it and shit like that. Mm. He was basically running a smear campaign to try to discredit, you know, this, this woman. And I'm like, yo, at some point, a man got to be a man and and get out of his feelings and stop being a bitch-ass nigga and accept the fact that the relationship is over, accept the fact that shit didn't go the way that you wanted it to go for whatever reason, because I'm not in y'all business. But you just got to move forward from that shit and, and, and be a man and not be a, a bitter bitch in the media looking for attention because his whole life is set up off of being Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend. You don't have no other yeah. shit to talk about. Now they talk about your, your dick, pause. But prior to that, nobody didn't have nothing to say about you other than, oh, Safari Nicki Minaj ex. So you can't be mad that she decides to shoot her shot back at the time than she does because y'all love Jay-Z so much, and that's what Jay-Z has made a living off of, yeah. shooting his shot when he deemed it to be appropriate. Her shot happened to be just like a Jay-Z shot the same week the motherfucking album coming out because I need all attention directing in this motherfucking direction. But that doesn't make her wrong for choosing to respond. Do I think that she should? Probably not, because Safari is a fucking peon in the kitchen, bitch. And then once you start realizing that, like, I ain't heard kitchen bitch. That yeah. she allegedly stabbed him and beat him up and this and that. And it's like, yeah. oh, and you stayed. That just goes to show how much of a man you aren't because you was more married to her money than you was to your manhood and being a man and knowing that you can go out here and get shit on your own. You knew you couldn't. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to do without this bitch. I'm going to just be stabbed. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Like you know, it was me, officer. I was feeling down. You know, I've been battling with depression. Yeah, that's to to lie to the cops and say, yeah, no, I stabbed myself. 
Like, not a random guy ran up on me. I was fucking in the wrong spot in Brooklyn. Nigga stabbed me. No, I stabbed myself. Like, you know, stabbing yourself is, like, almost impossible. It, your natural reflex is to stop. Like, you know, you can, like, like it's <laughs> called uh, preservation of life. Yeah. Like, shooting yourself because you pull the trigger, it it, it happens. You, you know, you... Yeah, because you, know, you don't really see it. Or, like, slitting your wrist. You go like this and your wrist is slit. But to literally drive a knife through yourself... <laughs> That's very it's damn near very, impossible. It's very difficult because you're you're all of this is working. You're like, nah, it's not no, cool nigga, you do we that. don't want to get stabbed. No, yeah. stop. Don't do this to yourself. Yeah, so it's like once you know you start factoring all of these things, and it's like the relationship ran probably a year or two longer than it should have. There was definitely overlap between her, Safari, and Meek. Um, you know, and everybody can relate to that as far as, you know, being in a relationship a little bit too long to where it overlaps with your other relationship, but you don't quite know how to end the relationship because of the yeah. familiarity and the fact that, yeah, you a nut ass nigga, but I do still kind of care about you and I don't want you to be out here eating Purina puppy chow for, you know what I'm saying? Because you're too prideful to sell you're your, funny as shit because you're too prideful <laughs> to go and sell your jewelry. You know what I'm saying? You won't go sell none of the jewelry I gave you because of your pride. So, you're going to hold on to that and still try to look like a million bucks, even though you have an overdrafted account. So it's just like all of those factors will make a person stay in a relationship longer than they should. And, um, you know, and then at that point, it's just like battered husband times. Like, all right, well, you, you still here. I'm whooping that ass, nigga. And that's basically what went on for the final year, year how, to have the relationship. How does the, the selling of jewelry work? You go back to the scumbag jeweler that you bought it from and start bartering. You know what I'm saying? You shoot high. Hey, I got my appraisals here. <laughs> Remember back in 2007 when you sold me this uh, big ass chain that say Badman Tings? Uh, yeah, I need I need to get about all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you start the motherfucking bartering and you would hope that you didn't customize to the point where you can't resell the shit. That's where a lot of motherfuckers get in trouble. They over customize the shit. They start fucking putting big dick daddy on a chain and <laughs> fucking inscribing shit on the back. Yeah. I love me more than you hate me and all this old nut shit. And now it's like, yo, what are you, what are we supposed to do with this? So now you're getting motherfucking 10 cents on the dollar instead of 40 cents on the dollar, which is really what the whole point of, you know, jewelry is. Cause you know, I've been schooling Matt and, and, uh, and Jules just as far as about the watches. It's a, it's an investment. It's damn near. If you buy right, you can make money a lot of times. If not, then you'll get your money back. So it's like a smart investment, and it's fucking easier to sell a watch than it is to sell a fucking house. Just yeah. simply stated. Like, you got to go through a whole lot less pressure because there's motherfuckers all over the world buying and selling watches every day, just like fucking stock. Because yeah. if you get into the right product at the right number and you get out of it at the right number, you can turn a fucking serious profit or not get hurt by it, yeah. which is the main thing. But if you over-customize, you fuck. It's like yeah, the really fact, nothing you can the do. The fact that, uh, I guess this is going to be business time, the fact that we've seen so many stock markets open up for commodities is just unbelievable to me like looking at StockX, looking at chrono 24 mm -hmm. like it, it's it's almost unbelievable that yeah. like like me and uh jules talking today he got the ben fives like a couple years ago for like 500 dollars if you can find them in a 15 you're talking 2503 yeah. grand easy and it's like that's a better investment than a fucking money market account. Yeah, exactly. Like that, you know what I'm if saying? If you're playing the averages, that's a better. And imagine if you had five pairs. Yeah, like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, like, he asked me today about the uh, South Beach flip flops, and I'm like, yeah, I bought a pair for 190 He's like, 190 The fuck? You crazy? 
Nigga, 190 for some flip flops, some LeBron Joe. So I went on eBay and I showed him. I'm like, no, them shits go for 225 now, and that's like a, a size 14. Right. And he like, I think I got a pair of them dead stock. Like, and I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, it's a it's a fucking like commodity. Everything now, it's, yeah. it's it's like, yeah, I, I bought this for two dollars, but then somebody could be like, damn, I really want one of them. I sell it to you for four. All right. Yeah. And that's how fast a yes. stock market will open up People, for any fucking thing. It took 20 years. But people have now become accustomed to a resale market for everything. Chanel bags, shoes, watches, whatever. Rolex watches in a stainless steel are up 18% year over year. Dog, what I tell you about the uh, the GMT Master 2, the new Pepsi bezel? Yeah. The shit is $9,400 when it come out. Yeah, triple the, the cheapest price. one I've seen is twenty two grand. Yeah. And I, I was telling you, I'm not, I'm not paying twenty two thousand dollars because no because you can't recoup that spread. Like even if you sell the watch within two years of having it, and where the demand is still up for it, you can't recoup off of that spread of the additional monies that you paid. Motherfuckers was jumping out the window last year, paying twenty two thousand for the blue face fucking sky dollars. Like it's fourteen four plus tax. Call it fifteen five, and you paid twenty two for it. What about when you don't want the motherfucker no more and you got to take fourteen four for it? Yeah. <laughs> like You can't recoup it's that crazy. money. You didn't get $8,000 worth of wares out of the motherfucker to where it's like, yes, I feel good uh, about losing eight grand year over year. We were talking about the uh, Black History Month Vapor Max the other night, and it was just like, yeah, like them shits, they shot up to 500. Now they coming back down. Now they sitting at 410. Yeah. Now I, I got them at two, what was it, 260? But then they come out, they like today, the uh, Jones dropped today, the uh, 95s. Yeah. The gray and green Jones. I was telling him, like, I wanted them. I was telling her this morning, I want them, but they, like, literally, they was going that fast. Yeah. He was like, they on the bay. I'm like, but I'm not paying the same. The same day, motherfuckers are shooting, they shot. Oh, yeah. 1700. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, like, you know, because you've been in the sneaker game a long time, as soon as the internet pairs start getting delivered and niggas got them in hand, they're like, oh, I don't really like these as much as I thought I did. And, or, or motherfuckers like, damn, I got to eat oatmeal again. Damn, I probably need to sell these <laughs> jokes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it'd be a lot of that good. because the whole thing is, it's like, and it's now become, um, the commodities business has become transactional to where it's like, all right, you might not make a big spread per item, but there is a spread there. But imagine if you had 10 of them or 20 of them or 80 of them, if mm-hmm. you're fucking uh, Brett O'Reilly, you know what I'm saying, who's like a big sneaker reseller. It was like, imagine if you had 80 pairs of them Jones and you was making $50 a pop on each and every one of them and you sold them all in That's three weeks. Like somebody one day on the bus, we had rode past, um, what's the John? Uh, Darielle. Um, oh, Ubik. Ubik. Shout out Darielle and Ubik. Fucking, we rode past... And um, the chick was like, it be these same motherfuckers out here every week sitting out here waiting for some fucking sneakers. I'm like, yo, they working. Yeah. Like, they could be smacking you in the head every week with a pipe. <laughs> right. But they working. Taking your motherfucking purse, but, you know. But they work. They at work right now. She was like, what you mean? I'm like, it's a long story. <laughs> and you getting off, hopefully, in the next couple of blocks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, they working. And it's like, yeah, like, it's a resale market. Like, it be, like... Apple products have resale value when they first yeah. drop. Like everything. Why you think it'd be forty four thousand Japanese motherfuckers and Chinese motherfuckers standing in line at every release? Because they gonna go pop right over to wherever the fuck they from, and they gonna sell all them Jones to one person the same day. Yeah. They gonna go find somebody that got the fucking got the network that they need. They gonna sell them Jones at motherfucking fourteen hundred a pop, all thirty seven of them, and they gonna have their bread back. And whatever the next phone come out, they gonna do the same shit. I was just wondering when it came to like big jewelry. I understand watches now a little bit more. Yeah. And I understand what's a fair price, what's a bad yeah. price, what's a good price. I mean, you can't lose money in gold right now. You can't lose money in stainless steel watches right now. I, I, it's not really too much stainless steel jewelry that you can buy. But as far as like straight 
gold, high quality 14 karat or 18 karat gold. If you buy like a Cuban uh, link bracelet or a chain or some shit like that, like you'll get your money out of that investment if you buy smart. And the gold in the market literally fluctuates fucking day by day, the same way as fucking Apple stock. It's the same shit. But yeah. it's like if you buy smart or if you caught gold when it was down when nobody wanted this shit and when everybody was wearing platinum in 2001 and you look up yeah. and you got all this fucking gold jewelry you could make a mint off of some shit like mm -hmm. that it just depends mm -hmm. shit this motherfuckers with literally with gold bars in their house in the fucking yeah. safe shit like that what's his name stay posting his gold jones uh chinese ball ben baller ben baller yeah man i like that some gold bars ben ball is low-key one of the smartest like Entrepreneurs in the country Like if Somebody asked me recently Like if you could Interview five people Who would it be Like as far as Having them on the podcast yeah. Like Ben Baller Is definitely on there yeah. Dane Dash was on Obviously. there 50 And I, I I was like I don't really have No other But it's like Those three I would definitely Want to like Rap with Maybe yeah. Jay Prince You know what I'm saying I don't know But Yeah I, I fucks with Ben Baller I like his story a lot like Ben Baller literally is like the world's most interesting man. He did everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like an Asian mob. <laughs> fucking yeah. work for Aftermath, work for Rockefeller. Like he was the most world's most interesting man. Then he Nigga just, became a jeweler. Just became uh, a jeweler. Yeah, <laughs> just like him, fuck it. Like, hey, I'm going to be a jeweler. Yeah. That's dope. Nikki went. What, can you explain this to me? Because I have no conscious of this. What happened with Nikki and the, the loving hip hop people and, right. and, and DJ Self? Because so, I know. So Nikki was at. Power 105 to do an interview with DJ Clue because she's, you know, interviewing everybody. And apparently the question was posed to her if she would do a drop for DJ Self. And she said, absolutely not. Hell no. Fuck no. He's a fuck boy and I'm not doing it. And she basically was saying like Self was hanging around the studio trying to get a picture, trying to get a hug and this and that. And she's like, yo, you try to talk bad about uh, you know, when Cardi spurned you, you try to talk bad about her to me. To try to rally me to get me on your side to make it like I'm with you, but then like you talk shit about like my album ain't good and this and that and who knows what the actual because his story and her story are like night and day. He's saying that he's he said that he didn't like her album and she blacked out typical Nicki Minaj fashion and she's saying that he was trying to like do some like two against one me and you against Cardi I know you don't fuck with her I don't fuck with her fuck the bitch and we gonna ride on Cardi B she said she wasn't going for it or whatever the case may be and then from there she was calling him like a bum ass VH1 nigga and this and that and you was a respected DJ now you a VH1 faced ass nigga and da 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 and then from there Mariah Lynn from Love and Hip Hop New York, whose self's artist jumped in it. Okay, so who's Mariah Lynn? Skinny, uh, bulimic looking white chick uh, that's a rapper. You know who? Unfortunately, she knows who she is. <laughs> um, skinny, bulimic looking white chick from New York. She's a rapper signed to Gwinnett Entertainment, which is self's label. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah. little chihuahua face <laughs> white chick. So she jumps in it. <laughs> So she jumps in it. She definitely do look like a little chihuahua. <laughs> a little scrappy yeah. chihuahua. Ready to go. So she jumps in it. If self say self ain't gotta say get her because I'm a getter and yeah. all this whole hip hop shit and blah blah blah. Well she's still trying to like get She's trying to break any by any means yeah. necessary. Then Jessica Dimes said something from Love and Hip Hop okay, Atlanta. That that's the one with the really big ass. Big ass married to Sean Williams that used to be on the Pacers. I didn't know that. I yeah, uh, Sean Williams. You don't know Sean? S H A W N E went to the University of Memphis. 
uh, small forward. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played for the Pacers during that uh, the end of the Jalen Rose she, era. She she was dealing with somebody though. Uh, she was dealing with everybody. Well, I'd imagine. Sally Toes got the same story. Okay. So then she jumped in it. Well, what you say about reality shows? Cause such and such, and what? And you just on Black Ink and da da da. Who was on Black Ink? Nikki was. Oh, she was. Yeah, she uh, she. So you uh, a reality show person? <laughs> junkie. Yeah, I, I don't. Wasn't I, you just on Black Ink? And I'm missing Snowfall tonight, which is not a reality show, but I need to watch Snowfall tonight. Remind me, thank you. But uh, so so it's just all this mucking grinding. Then the Real Housewives of Atlanta was like Jessica Dime, if you don't get the fuck out of here, that ass bitch. And then Nikki's like, yeah, because she's such a like all of this is going on in like the shade room and baller alert comments. Like Nikki Minaj is commenting on this shit. I'm like, sis, you got an album out and you just did 97 interviews. How do you have time for this? So I'm like, so not only are you on perks, you're on Adderall also. <laughs> I saw somebody the other day on Twitter was like, can we get one female rapper that um that actually cares about us or some shit? It's yeah. like <laughs> Cardi canceled her tour so she could argue with people on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki's doing all this nut shit with self and something else. I was cracking up off of that. Azalea Banks is is a nut job. Iggy Azalea just make twerk videos all day. We're going to go to Bruno Mars concert. And you know, Bruno's opener was... Cardi B. Cardi B. And did you see he announced uh, who he filler with? Sierra, Charlie Wilson... LMA and Boys to Men. God damn. And I'm like, I don't know how this is gonna All work. of them equal a Cardi B? Because it's gonna it's gonna be 50 year olds, <laughs> young bitches. Listen, we gotta put asses in seats, man. That's what I'm like, God damn. That's like, like a that's like a a jelly roll and Russell Red show right there. Like you got motherfuckers <laughs> from every uh from every demographic. I was watching Janky Promoters the other night. He said, he said, I got your problem right here, Jeezy. I, I got your problem solved. Take yeah, this. He said, what's and this? I, I meant to say that because I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this now. Like, I think I want to go to Drake Amigos <laughs> more than I want to go to this shit. Because my thing was, Bruno allegedly puts on an amazing show. And yeah. I want to see his show. But I ain't a big Cardi fan. But okay. I know her before him is gonna at least amp the crowd right. and get all of the, the the every all the bitches gonna be in go mode right. by Tom Bruno hit the stage, but it's like now if Charlie Wilson comes out, because I was trying to get floor tickets, it's like I don't want to get die on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You don't want to get old head sweat on you. And then if boys the men come out. What's happening here? Did one of them die recently? No disrespect. No. Nah. Did did Mike die? Like severely sick or something like Cause that? Because I know they don't put him in shit no more, and I don't like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that don't mean he out the group. You sick, so you don't get to take no pictures? Iyanla had them on there? Had Mike on there. For what? Oh, he's telling his story. Gotcha. Damn. Saying I don't want to see Boys and Men in 2018. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't die. I thought he died after the young. Oh my bad. <laughs> what? I, I didn't know what the fuck I y'all was talking about. He died after he got. That's what I thought y'all said. Yolanda was like his last dying joke. I ain't know. My bad. My go, get, keep, sorry, Mike. Keep it going, Mike. <laughs> my bad, baby. No, nah, but the. the MS, what's that? Multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis okay, yeah. yeah. The the boy um who did it, the the paintings, like with the Philly people. Yeah. 
He put boys to men standing behind Jill Scott. Patty and there was Le- no Mike. But it was only three of them. And that's like, why I'm just like, how Out of pocket. Out of pocket. Like, Mike's a member of that group. Did you see that the members of Player joined Drew Hill? With the, the airbrush? With the, air, yeah, with the, yeah, the Photoshop J's? It's like, motherfuckers trying anything. Nigga had on two left shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz went solo and, and, fucked the, and fucked the group up. Like, who knew that that Jazz was such a fucking phenomenon, phenomenon that he just fucked the whole foundation? How Jazz get to lead a group and Cisco got to stay? Cisco had the motherfucking thong song, dog. 2018 is just, motherfuckers is going for anything. Just trying anything. We just gonna try. We just gonna throw it out there, do a little photo shoot. My man had the wrong shoes on. We gonna fix that and post that. Hey, you gonna be straight? And it's just like, damn. Like, how do we come here to where it's just like, yo, it's so many different little situations I see to where it's just like, this ain't making much sense. Of course not. Sense? What's that? Yeah. Like even seeing Nas with good music, it's just like, I ain't brooded him. I don't know about this. Let's then go. Nas immediately was like, "Yeah, uh, my new my new album, Nas is lonely at the top comes out <laughs> in September, produced by Primo." Hey, speaking of good music, did it? Did, did, please, anybody watching this, if you didn't, pause the podcast and go look at Kanye <laughs> on Jimmy Kimmel. You will laugh uncontrollably. He, he's the world's stupidest man. The crazy part is he made sense at one point in the interview. Yeah. He was making sense. Yeah, then he goes off a cliff. And then it just literally nose dives. That's the that's the new Kanye. Like that's the format. It's like, yo, I'll be making sense and shit and they be rocking with me and then I just say some dumbass shit. Like, yeah, it's 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 That's it's, the Kanye format. It it, it was just kind of weird for him, for me. Like why are you saying these things about Trump? <laughs> Why are you saying, that's my dad. Nigga. Like, are you are you paid? Like, is this a paid advertisement? And then Kimmel breaks it completely down, and Kanye just you got me. <laughs> you know, like that's the tip he was on. Like, oh, we still recording? Yeah, damn. About that, I did say that. That was me. Shit, y'all crazy. My mom was alive back then. Yeah, it's different. I'm a new guy. I think Kanye Genius, like as far as music, is still there though. I mean, his the production on Daytona alone tells you that. The production on Daytona, Nas, and Yay are fucking phenomenal. And Kids He Goes too. Yeah, I'm a little when it comes to that. It's only like three songs on there, but the production is good, like throughout. And it's just like, yo, you fuck Tiana Teller album up completely and people still like it. I think they like Tiana Teller more than they like her music though. Yeah. Did you see her shit with Jeremiah? She spazzed on I, Jeremiah. I literally <laughs> said, yo, what's the shit? Yeah, I have no co- I told you I know nothing of this week. Yeah. All I saw was them being mentioned on Twitter. Yeah, so basically, all right, so she's on tour with Jeremiah. Uh, tour just came to Philly August 10th or whatever. And in typical Jeremiah tour fashion, shit start going left. How, is Je- <laughs> how does Jeremiah have a tour? Jer- right. d- did you, do you remember a couple years ago when him and Party Next Door got into it on tour? I remember that. So it's like every, t- it's, it's the same shit every, because they say like the nigga's like a weirdo and a diva and he don't want to interact with nobody and you know, people start getting too much shine. He want to fucking start cutting their set times and all type of shit. But it's like, yo, why do y'all keep going on Jeremiah tours? Like why, like why does Tiana Teller need to go on a Jeremiah tour? Like why doesn't Tiana Teller just do her own tour and just go into like 500 person buildings like the foundry around the country and just do her own tour? Y'all just put out 94 seven song albums. It's like y'all don't have a tour for her to go on that's not with Jeremiah. Like, and who knew Jeremiah was such a priority at Def Jam? Like he keeps getting his own fucking tours. Like, like I can't even, yeah, like I can't name a Jeremiah song. 
If Jeremiah called us and was like, yo, y'all want to go on tour with me? I'd be like, like fuck no. I got to do OT tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt got to run tomorrow. I got yeah. parties coming up. Like, <laughs> I'm good, yo. Like, no, like, continually. And Jeremiah's an amazing songwriter, but it's like, as far as his own records, like, I can't name no Jeremiah record in the last four years that anybody gives a singular fuck about, but he keeps going on tour. But maybe that's the power of streaming because there's plenty of motherfuckers out here that's like making the streaming charts go ching, 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 and we don't know who the fuck they are. So, so explain what happened with him and Tiana. I so basically, know. he started doing the Jeremiah shit. I guess he, you know, was getting upset because she was getting too much ovation, too much fan love. Started wanting to cut her set time. She spazzed out on Twitter, called him a, a, a bitch ass nigga and this and that, and I'll ruin you. And I'm off this tour. Fuck you, pussy. Then uh, he said, uh, then he tweeted. He, no, he put on Instagram uh, her album title. Like as a, like the caption of one of his photos, and then she was like, "Oh, is this a threat?" Because such and such and then Iman got in it. Yeah, is this a threat? Because blah blah blah, and I'll come see you. Because yeah, I have nothing to do. Yeah, I, I got I nothing. I don't, gonna, I don't have a season to get ready. I play for, for the Kings. See yeah. what I'm saying? My season is pointless, <laughs> nigga. I'm down. To, I'm My down. Whole to, career I'm, been pointless. I'm down to do six to twelve months, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate 2018 season <laughs> so because we really let anybody be famous, and they don't deserve it. Like, and that's not hating, but it's the truth. Motherfuckers really do not deserve fame. They don't deserve all the accolades, no, all the shit. It's like, because niggas literally, like, my thing is if you have a God gift, like a dead ass talent, how do you just not hone and get better with that, John? Like, how are you, like, what's the nigga, what's his name? I was like, I can't believe he on Love and Hip Hop. The husky, he was oh bald. Sean Garrett. Sean, like, why are you here? Because it's over. <laughs> like, it's over. But at least Scott Storch is still fighting his way through. And nah, Scott Storch was on street. It's, dope. It's over, over for uh, for Sean, Sean Garrett. It's, it's over, over. But it's like don't Sean you... Garrett got Bosley. He got the little bullshit yeah, curl at the got top. Like, like little... <laughs> he dating Carly Red. Like once you date Carly Red, it's over, it's over. over. Like nobody's not fucking with you it's after over. that. It's over. Like, if you come through, like... Nigga like, wrote mad songs for Beyonce, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, if you come through with Carly Red, Nigga wrote like, Run like, It yo, for... this my girl. Nigga like, wrote yo, Run It for Chris Brown, Chet and it's over. Parties is not doing it no more. It's just like, damn. like it's yeah, like over, over. Yeah, but that's what I, the tip I was on. It's like, for him to be as amazing of a songwriter and do some of the shit... I remember he was, like, the man. He was the guy. And ASCAP the, Songwriter of the Year, I all that shit. That, I can't believe he's on this yeah, shit. Every week, acting like a donkey, arguing with chicks, everything, trying to fight women, all type of <laughs> nut shit. It's, <laughs> Over, Guns over. Nut shit. That's exactly the tip because, I'm because like, the Mona Scott doing? way is if you ain't got no interesting shit going on in your storyline, you you don't, you don't post on the episode, you don't get paid. So it's not like a salary. It's like yo, you get a per episode stipend, but if your footage get cut and you're not in the episode, you don't get paid. Yeah. Shit, rough man, and you don't retain ownership to nothing. Like, like loving hip hop got to be on episode three thousand as a franchise. Nobody don't have no rights to nothing. Now you can leverage and negotiate more money, like what Jim Jones and Chrissy did, and then what uh, what's the name did uh, Stevie J and shit like that. You can leverage and negotiate for more money, but you don't own shit. Mona Me Entertainment owns everything. You don't own a motherfucking thing. So when this shit is getting rebroadcast on uh, PBS in a couple years, you ain't getting none of them checks, bitch. 
Mona getting everything. Mm. And it's like, yo, we I can't even be like I used to be like kinda like on edge, like fucking around with like like not really fucking with Mona because it's like yo, you exploiting black people, but y'all are signing up to get exploited. So it's like I can't be mad at her. Like it's it's like the same thing we talked about the last couple of weeks. It's like, damn, like black people so stupid and just so much on bullshit on the whole, you kinda can't blame motherfuckers for getting over on them. Like you gotta you, you kinda gotta like you, salute. You like, kinda gotta give Mona props. Yeah, like, you yeah. gotta be like, God, oh, you found the right niggas. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have to go far. Because every single every single Single season, motherfuckers are lined up trying to get on these bum ass shows because all they care about is getting more fucking club bookings and yeah, shit. Yeah, get like more that. exposure so they can go get them brown paper bags. So it's like if you don't care, I definitely don't care, and I'm gonna watch this shit and I'm gonna laugh one, every one, week. One of my close homies they was like, "I'd love to see y'all niggas blow, man, because y'all deserve to be like on TV. Like y'all niggas need to be hosting events and hosting parties." And I'm like, "Well, that's not never." Happened. <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not hosting Jack Matt shit. in a club with a bottle of forty two. You know, yeah, me in the fucking <laughs> club. Like, no, that's never happened. But um, yeah, man. What, 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 what was the? We started talking about Kanye Tiana Teller, and all, Kanye yeah, went off into that shit. Oh, but since we're talking about music, Aretha died today. Aretha died. Rest in peace, Aretha. Let's have a moment of silence for Aretha. First. I'll do a moment for Aretha. One moment. Yeah, Aretha was the absolute queen. Um... Joe Button had an interesting take on it. He said, I don't want to ever hear Nicki Minaj mention Aretha Franklin again. Why? <laughs> because you know Nicki Minaj was on her uh on her John last year in 2016 and 17. I have more billboard hits than Aretha Franklin and such and such. Uh I, I am the new queen of pop and all this old crazy shit. And he's like, yo, Nicki Minaj, knock it off. I don't want to like don't ever speak about Aretha Franklin again. The woman's resting in peace. Let it be what it is. Stop yeah. bringing Aretha Franklin up. Paul Mooney, he gave Aretha mad jokes all the time. The um Aretha was the shit, man. She she was, you know, seventy Billboard hits. Like she was number two, the original diva, the OG diva, diva. Yeah, if you if you ever want to laugh though, <laughs> when do you remember when Aretha sung the uh, the uh, national anthem for the Thanksgiving game? You remember that shit? You ever seen it? Uh-huh. Oh my god. The national anthem is like 40 seconds long. This shit went on for like nine minutes. Am I exaggerating? <laughs> she literally, it literally got to the point where she wasn't singing the song. She was just, ah, like, just, just doing runs. Just screaming. She, just shit went on forever. It was, it's like top three funniest national anthems ever. That, R. Kelly when he had the steppers. Oh, man. And um, Carl Lewis. You ever seen that? Yeah, of course, I've seen Carl Lewis on Carl Lewis said, <laughs> he said, Oh, say, can you? Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> he said, Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> but yeah, Aretha. Some Jones. of last night's action still yeah. in my throat. Oh, shit. Aretha Jones up there. But yeah, definitely rest in peace, Aretha, man. Whenever a legend passed away, you know, you got to give props to that. Um, the rest of y'all stink as, a, as of right now. Absolutely. Music. Um, since we talking about music, let, let's do this real quick. Because you had. A couple submitted questions, and so did I. Yeah. Um. What was your favorite era of hip hop? That's a you. We're getting back to answering the people's questions. What was your favorite era of hip hop? Uh. Probably the Jay Z DMX Ja Rule era, ninety. So was that ninety eight to two thousand and one? Mm-hmm. Probably like the best era because you got uh Jigga Volume Two in there. You got both of X. Uh, debut two his two debut albums. Uh, you got the Ja Holla Hollas in there. You got the Holla Holla remix with Jay on there, which is an extremely underrated record that nobody told us. City anthem in there. <laughs> Please don't forget, don't forget. <laughs> Mr. Fingers got beats. 
that shit used to come on that bone. Don't uh, forget the Pope City anthem. You got the beginning of TIs at the end of that era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne hadn't quite transitioned yet. Uh, the initial 50 Cent is in there, How to Rob and all of that shit. Uh, what else? Um, Pun and Fat Joe. Or Pun and Fat Joe. Becoming Terror Squad. Cannabis is in there. Cameron's becoming Cameron. Falling off Nori. Nori first album, which I fucking love to this day. Uh, Outcast. Outcast is in there. Yeah. Equimini. Shit. It's a lot of shit. It's a lot of My shit. My favorite era there. is uh, when rap was finding itself in the early 90s. Like, when when we really didn't know Biggie was Frank White yet, we just knew he could rap his ass off. Right. And it was like, damn, like he's really going to be the man. When we really didn't know what Snoop was, we just knew one, two, three into the fuck yeah. was a groove. Like, 91 to 94. I, I was a kid, and I remember I used to hear them songs. Like, the first couple times I heard Fuck With Dre Day, or the first couple times I heard Positive K, I Got a Man. Yeah. I lost it off of that song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember the first time I heard Naughty By Nature, Hip Hop Hooray. Damn. That shit was like, damn this shit. I remember like, when I first heard Naughty By Nature, Ghetto Bastard. Dog. That shit was like, what or fucking, fuck uh, what was the joint from Juice? The dun, 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 Up dun, anthem. Dun, like, you fl- them joints used to just like, think about when you first heard, fuck my world up. Like that, that, that shit come on and you like, damn. And you see the video, he's sitting in the king chair, you see Faith, you, you know what I'm saying, you got the house party. <laughs> that shit was a, yeah. that shit was a group, dog. And it's like, that's, I look back at like, I understand what rap became when the millennium was coming around because it was all about Bentleys and Ice and like you said, Platinum. Yeah. But back then it was just like, it, it just, the feeling was just, I, I wish I was an adult to experience right. 93, 94 and music wise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, just look at, like think about, I, I, like the first time I heard mom playing tricks on me when I was a young boy. Like that, you know what I'm saying? That was early 90s. And it was, it not, it's not about pulling up in a Bentley in a video or having a bunch of bitches shaking ass. I mean, that's cool and all. But right. it's like the feeling, like when, when Snoop and Dre and them was doing their videos for nothing but a G thing and for, uh, what was Snoop John? What's my name? That shit was just like, I'm standing on top of the record store in my hood. Yeah. Bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yo, yippee, Like that shit was just raw. Yeah. That's what it was. When fucking uh, Mr. Cheeks and them, what was they crew? Um, Lost Boys. Lost Boys did Beamer Benz and Bentleys and shit. They just literally got all the dope boys in the neighborhood to bring their whips to the park. Yeah. And shoot the fucking video. Like, it was just a raw aspect to rap to where it didn't, all the extra shit didn't matter. It was just who nice and who can rap and who can do this shit better than other motherfuckers. And that shit was just a fun-ass feeling. And literally... All the legends that we look at now, like the greats, the heavyweights, they was fine. They was figuring it the fuck out. Yeah. Snoop was a crip and showed up at a blood record label. I'm nice. Right. Y'all don't fuck with me or not. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Snoop was a lightning rod, man. Snoop is so underrated and un- and and unappreciated you, you, by like East Coast rap did fans. You, did you realize that you saw Get Out? Yeah. Remember the, the, the guy that screamed Get Out? Talking about uh, the 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 young boy that's on uh, ATL, 
Atlanta, the show with Donald Glover. Yeah, and all. yeah, like, yeah. you know the one that, that actually screams. Yeah, he was the one get, that played Snoop. He in was the, Snoop yeah. in the Straight Outta Compton show. Yeah. And his, I, his artistic range is crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I was thinking that the other day when I peeped that, like, damn, like, yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, he's one of the most interesting characters on TV now. That role that he yeah. plays on Atlanta, like, that's like a, a crazy Darius. ass role. Darius, yeah, Darius, yeah. Another question. <clears throat> Nicki Minaj monster verse, and this is going to lead into another question. Nicki Minaj's monster verse or Little Kim's Quiet Storm remix verse? I'm a bar, but I gotta go with Little Kim. Can you explain why? Because part of rap is tied to expectation. Part of the reason why people like, dislike, whatever. Um, somebody's performance on the record is tied to their expectation of what they think they're going to do. When I initially heard Quiet Storm, number one, I was mobbed deep out at the fucking time. Um, but I didn't expect Little Kim to do all of that on that fucking record. And she just, she just spazzed, like, beginning to end, like, didn't waste a line, like, alliteration, spelling shit out. And, like, she was, she was a, basically, like, almost like a, a like a popish rapper at the time and she's got like so gully and so gutter and it's just like a memorable moment and it's like girls that are 19 now and women that are 40 now all know that fucking verse now see that's kind of how i look at the monster verse for Nicki minaj when i first saw kanye featuring jay-z featuring rick ross featuring Nicki minaj i'm thinking Nicki might be coming in fourth place yeah or on the hook <laughs> But then you hear it. I can't remember whole verse from that John. No, whole verse was kind of terrible. I can't really remember Yay on that John. Can't remember what Rick Ross said at the beginning. But that shit put Nicki on the map. For sure. To where it was like, oh damn, she really nice. And it's like, that's not just the chick that's with Wayne and Drake. Yeah. She really can rap her ass off. And that and that. I just always respected that feature because it like is a, a woman with the big dogs. Yeah, the like, biggest dogs. The biggest of dogs. <laughs> and ain't about shit. And yeah. she ran through them for real, for real. Like, yeah. she, like running through Mob Deep. No disrespect to Prodigy, of course, R.P. But like running through them, that ain't running through Hove and Ye and Ross. Not in they height. Absolutely. That's that's a whole nother level of of fucking around. So that board. Somebody at me the other day. Well, not at me, but they sent me a, a DM. Was like, yo. I want to hear y'all say your top 10 features of all time. And I said to him, I'm like, yo, real talk, Young Money might have five of them. Yeah, I was going to say Wayne and Drake. I mean, you want Wayne, you want a, a list with Wayne, Drake, and Nikki. <laughs> and he was like, you serious? And I'm like, well, you got Drake on Stay Scheming, right? And then you got Drake on Aston Martin, Martin music. music. Yeah, that's so those there. two for sure. Yeah. If you want to put Nikki's Monster Verse in there, yeah. then you got Wayne on Hustle Hard Remix. And I'm not counting none of Wayne's hooks. You could. You like, could count Duffel Bag, Bag Boy. Yeah. and uh, uh, what's Fat JoJo? Oh, Make It Rain. Make It Rain. You could do those, yeah, but I wouldn't give put it those in Give niggas careers. There. But I was like, if you want to keep it a bean, Lloyd, you, that Wayne shit took it. over the fucking world. Yeah. But I'm like, that's five right there. Yeah. Now, I'm an old nigga, so I think AZ on Life's a Bitch, Biggie on... Craig Mack, Flavor, Flavor Year, Year remix. remix. Biggie on Victory. Of course. I I consider it a feature. Most people wouldn't. Snoop on nothing but a G thing. 
I was almost not even really considering the Biggie shit as features for real, for real, because on Victory, that's I mean that's a fucking compilation album. A, a Puffy album is a compilation album. You out? What are you doing if you out rap Puffy? It no. was the last verse Biggie <laughs> did before he died. Right. I mean, it's it's to me, it's probably the best verse of fucking all time. It literally showed the growth, like. I got better till the but day it's like, I died. I be I be almost like when it come to these lists and shit, I be like, damn, they're like taking like big out, like damn. Like, you know I saying? can understand Flavor Year remix. That's it's out of here. It's just I'll a, take Victory out, but Flavor Year remix is probably you know dead. what's a sleeper? Uh, Jay on Best of Me remix. Yeah, destroyed it. That's up there. That's up there. DMX on Money Power Respect is up there. DMX on Money Cash O's. That's up there. It's another super, super huge one I'm forgetting. Oh, Busta Rhymes on What's the Scenario. That has to be up yeah. there. Because that literally spawned a career. If you want to keep it real, Nas at Live at the Barbecue. Yeah. Spawned a career. That's what I'm saying. It's like hip-hop is it's, hip-hop is 40 years old now. You literally would have to do the shit in errors. Like, it's no way. It's really not even fair to the, to the artist because... The degrees of difficulty are different. The circumstances in the marketplace are different. That's Motherfuckers got to do different shit. So it's like with any of these lists now, they get so convoluted because it's like on, on Joe Budden podcast, they got a running joke. Everybody is top 20 to y'all. They like, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Like they got 60 people in they fucking top 20 because it's, it's so much fucking hip hop to digest from fucking the cold crush all the way up to yeah. fucking little pump. It's like so much shit. And it's just like, it's hard to really pinpoint it and it's all subjective because I could be feeling like on some days Scarface is in my top five. Some days he's fucking not. You know what I'm saying some days Ice Cube is, is in my top three. Some days he's not. You know what I'm saying it's just like the shit fluctuates. Yeah. But I always looked at those joints like those deserve to be up there. Little Wayne got another joint. I just can't think about it. I'll tell you another chance on Ultralight Beam. That's another, that's another crazy ass fucking feature. Shit, Kanye on the fucking lollipop remix. I don't remember that. The lollipop remix. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I can remember that. Fucking uh, Andre three thousand players anthem. No, that was their song. Oh no, that was a feature. Right? That was a feature. Yeah, that was a feature. Yeah, how about it? Yeah, that Dre versus crazy. Fucking uh, Kanye on the Khaled record. The go. If you want to call that a feature, the Go Hard Joe. I couldn't. I had to type it in. I couldn't think about it. Wayne on We Taking Over. Oh, you. You know what I'm saying. That's why I'm just with like, the top. Is that's what I'm saying? It's so much music to fucking digest. Like we're gonna have four top tens. So Complex <laughs> did this. They did the uh, ten best joints ever. Snoop on Nothing But a G Thing. Nicki Minaj on Monster. Busta Rhymes on Scenario. Eminem on Forgot About Dre. Forgot about that. Forgot about that. God damn. That was Con- a lightning rod. Kanye West on a, on American Boy. Remember that? Oh, uh, he killed that. Uh, AZ on Life's a Bitch. Biggie on Flavor in Your Ear. Wow, Pusher T on Runaway. Mmm, forgot that was a good Shit, Rick joke. Ross on Devil in a New Dress. Eminem on Jay-Z's Renegade. And Chance on Ultralight Beam. And go to next page. Okay. And ah, Wow, Dr. Dre on uh, Tupac John. Oh, California Love. California Love. I hate complex lists. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, I fucking absolutely hate complex. That was lists. a good ass verse though. I ain't gonna hate on that one. But that was a good ass joint. But no, the, the list was kind of all over the place. Some joints I just I wouldn't put. Forgot about Dre up there. It was a good verse, but I wouldn't put that up there. 
him on Renegade is like his verses was there before Jay-Z. Yeah, it was a fucking Royster 5 Nine Royster 5 Nine record. So still spanked Jay, but it was a fucking the fight was fixed. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about television real quick. Okay. Um You wanna talk about how awful power is? <laughs> I mean it's Spank had an excellent tweet the other day. He said, Power is probably the first show where we hate every character. Like, Ghost and Angela are back fucking again. How? Why? Tariq, Tariq still hates his father. He's back with Kane. Kanan almost got Tariq killed. They're best friends again. Yeah. Ghost and Dre are friends again. <laughs> like, they tried to double cross one another and got double crossed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a horrible fucking show. Man. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense at this point. Tasha thought that uh, Silver was going to ride. Silver called Mamba Movers Deuces. and got the fuck out of Annie, there. Annie did the scumbag shit. Made sure he hit that one last time. No, I'm going to definitely get this pussy before I roll, but uh, yeah. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Good luck. Good luck with that whole obstruction of justice charge. Yeah. <laughs> got the fuck out of there. I didn't watch Insecure yet. And I feel bad because I'm, I'm I'm probably going to sit down and watch Yo, it this week. Rich, Philly the Boss, our, our friend <laughs> of the show, Rich has been burning Issa on Twitter all fucking week. I saw something happen where she like <laughs> assaulted somebody. Or yeah, so crazy. so some guy who we got to take what he's saying with a grain of salt because he's openly lobbied uh, <laughs> to be a part of Insecure because mm-hmm. she had a web show before Insecure is like awkward, awkward black girl or whatever the case may be, and um, he was the male lead on the show and he's saying that she like physically assaulted him. At one time or another, or whatever, and he started to tell this story on Twitter. And then was like, "Oh, I'm on a flight to Paris. I'll tell more when I land." Blah blah blah. And I just kind of disengaged from the shit. But people are like bringing up their retweeting, like, "Well, what about right here? When just last year you were saying that you would love to be a part of the show and an ABG uh, insecure reunion, uh, you know, crossover and this and that." And he just didn't have much to say. So it was like that was just like an accusation that was kind of like tossed out there. But you know. Just as such as life is the American way, any time that anybody does anything anywhere, somebody will find a way to say that you're less than a good person. So I don't know what to really make of that situation, honestly. Okay. Any other television shit you into right now? Um, Mike told me to watch Suits. Have you ever seen Suits? Comes I, on USA. Yeah, I've seen it. I never watched it. Heard it was pretty good. Got a good recommendation from somebody that I, whose opinion I trust, told me to watch Suits. Um, I haven't been keeping up with Queen of the South. I haven't seen it in. A Yo, while. we watched every episode of the first season, and I mean, like, we were so into it. Yeah. And then, like, it's something about USA shows that don't really like. They be I'd be unfilling unfulfilled from them Jones. Like, like that's why I see everybody now freaking out about it. I'm like, we was on it the first season it came yeah. out, but we just stopped watching and it's just like I have no desire. Just like I was like that with the blacklist the first three seasons and after a while, like Reddington started getting annoying and so did the chick and I was just like Y'all not gonna keep getting out of trouble every single episode. Like I'm tired of this shit. Like it started to like kind of feel like powerish, where it's like we know what's gonna happen before I even click the fucking episode on. It's like, yo, he's the villain. This is the double cross, and I'm like calling the shit out at 22 minutes out of a 48 minute show, and I just had to disengage and stop watching the shit. Do you care about Trump and Amarosa? Yeah, but no. What do you care? Like, like why do people care? I mean, here's the thing: you lay down with dogs, you get fleas. Amarosa has essentially put herself in a position to be lambasted, disrespected, called a dog, a black bitch, etc. Like you, you put your, you aligned yourself with somebody that 
never really gave a fuck about you and was using you to appeal to a black agenda that you don't even appeal to. So it's like when the fallout happens and you get your ass fired and Trump calls you a dog and this, that, and third, it's kind of like you kind of reap what you sow. So it's like, but people are still trying to say, well, she's a woman of color and we need to. No, we don't. No, we don't. She abandoned the black people a long time ago. Her her agendas don't align with the average black person guy, in America. A guy I know recently, he went to Mexico for a wedding, and like the whole male like groom party, they like went off of the uh, the what they call resort. it the resort. Like no, that's not the word they use. Like the uh, what they had like an itinerary. What's it called? Like when you go to Jamaica and you leave the and you go out into the city. It, oh, left res- the, it was like a compound. It wasn't resort, the word that they were using. But anyway, they, they basically went off of the protected area, yeah, the safe they, zone. And they went down into the city the night before the wedding, the like party. And they like got into it with like, you know, the town. Bujubantan and such. No, they was in Mexico. Oh, they was in Mexico. You said Jamaica. I was just using that as an idea. When you leave like your whatever the fuck it is yeah. in the Ocho's Rios and you go down yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but no they, they was in Mexico and they like went down into like the town and got into it with the town folk and they got their asses whipped and then the police came and they kicked their ass and locked them all up <laughs> and beat the hell out of them took all their money and all this of crazy and they you're definitely getting robbed and then they like was on Facebook like yeah build, Trump need to build that wall fuck Mexicans and Mexicans and I'm just like this ain't that this ain't bro it. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got your asses whipped down and wilding the fuck out yeah. the middle of Mexico is like too much I'm like, this ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Listen, like, that's in a different Mex- fight. In Me- I was just in Mexico. Mexico's so serious and so buttoned down about security at these resorts and shit. She they, was in Mexico They City. literally, like, how many people you got on there? All right. What's their name? All right. Like, they keep track of you going in and out. Like, they, how many you, you left You left with eight? You better come back with eight, motherfucker. Or that's your motherfucking ass. Because human trafficking, kidnapping, all types of bullshit that goes on. Same thing with cat. How many you got in a cat? Two people? All right. You better have two people. Where are you going? What time you coming back? What time you think you coming back? You better be within a 90-minute time range of bringing these motherfuckers back. Because if something happened to these motherfuckers, Trump going to drop a bomb down here. You better bring these fucking people back. So for them to not only venture off, but to get into some dumb shit, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah. And you say motherfuckers was out there with machine guns and shit? Just with like, it's a different, it's a different bulk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's a different ball game down there. Hey, you want to talk real quick about the uh, the I still beat phenomenon that's been <laughs> ripping through our social medias and shit? So, for those of you that have uh, Twitter, this is it's basically confined to Twitter right now. But it's basically like the last two weeks have been spent with women trying to unpack the I still beat phenomenon and literally saying all these different things and then getting hit with I still beat and then being more frustrated than they were when they started the whole fucking process. And it's literally like the funniest shit in the world. And now there's memes to go along. Like it was already a thing on Twitter, but now there's memes to go along with it. Like there's Jean-Claude Van Damme in like blood sport. Yeah, that <laughs> was <laughs> funny. <but he's laughs> you, you dick little, I still beat. Yeah, block the, block the punch, I still beat. It's like it's just all this shit. And it's just the funniest shit ever, man. I forgot my password for Instagram. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Matt's reactivating. Maybe but yeah, not. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just the fucking funniest shit ever. And women are really like, well, you ate my ass and you bought me this, 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 this. Still beat though. 
like and the shit is literally undefeated and, and like i've seen like women slowly start to come around like yeah no there's really no way you can defeat that joe mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, it's like it's nothing you can say that i still beat the like yeah because at the end of the day a man's test in life is typically a woman and he's going to do what he got to do to get where he's trying to go so it's like yeah i fucking took your kids to school i bought little ray ray some fucking jordans i fucking drove you to work 14 days in a row still beat though enjoy your weekend you got anything else you want to discuss today uh no not really um didn't we have an ad today we were supposed to have did justin give you a script for the ad no all right he called me about some fucking company he was doing justin texted me the other day he's like hey would you be interested in doing um advertising for an e company i said absolutely fuck lungs yeah he said he said that's the by far the best response i've gotten to this uh request all day i'm sure but yeah, absolutely. Whatever it is, as long as it's not like dildos or something, we're doing the fucking ad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, we want the ad. Give me the ad revenue. I want it. I have nothing else. Was there nothing else on there that deserved any attention? Oh, the motherfucker's wilding with the planes out here. Have you seen all this shit? No. All right, so the motherfucker works at the airport in Seattle, right? It was he was a ramper, right? He was a, like a one of the the oh flagger, yeah, stick motherfucker. Like he worked on the ramp and shit. Yeah. The motherfucker just steals a plane, nice. Drives it across the motherfucking uh, what they call that? Like the runway, the tarmac. Where, he was like cutting off planes and shit. <laughs> so then he took the takes the fuck off and starts doing donuts and shit in the air, the backflips and shit. Loses control of the plane, crashes the motherfucker, dies and shit. So now Seattle. They said the, the security is going to be super tight at Seattle. Air, he worked there, though. It wasn't like a regular and, motherfucker. And I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I think that that was like the, the smoking gun in order to get them to tighten up the fucking travel restrictions. So, so peep game. Next day, Bull in, I can't even tell you what city it was. Hold on. I'm going to go look real quick. Utah. She knows everything. <laughs> Bull in Utah takes a plane. Right. He's got his wife, him and his wife been arguing, going through domestic problems, domestic violence, all this shit. Yeah. They got four kids. Two of them is his. She got two from another marriage before him. Okay. This motherfucker calls his kids like his kids. Listen, go to the neighbor's house. They say, okay. The kids go tell the mom, though, like, yo, dad called and told us to go to the neighbor's house. So I'm like, for what? Like, he didn't say he just hung up. So the mom takes all of the kids to the neighbor's house thinking something's wrong. This motherfucker flies the plane into the house. Like, dog. Crazy. What the fuck? Beat her ass, gets out of jail, goes and gets a plane, calls his kids like, yo, leave the crib real quick. Go get some water ice. Don't tell your sisters and brothers. Look your mom. Go get some water ice. Flies a plane into the house. Kills himself. And I'm just <sighs> like, Damn. How upset you got to be at somebody to try to crash a plane into him? How upset do you got to be to call your kids and say, yo, y'all bounce? Yeah. Not the other ones. <laughs> Fuck the mother kids. Yeah. I'm killing everybody in this motherfucker. Get out, though. It's $4 in my drawer. <laughs> Go get you some ice. Tell a neighbor to take you to get some ice cream. <laughs> it's $4 in the drawer. <laughs> yo, real shit, though. I seen that shit there. I'm just like... People really losing it, y'all. People are batshit crazy, like, man. Like, losing it, losing it. Yeah, people are unapologetic crazy. Like, oh, y'all lost like, it, lost it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like y'all, oh, y'all bugging, bugging. Like, y'all bugging, bugging. 
You've got to be angry as like when you you ever seen a plane start like I used to work at F terminal like the dash eights when them propellers start like when the propellers start ripping on the dash you like I'm really about to fly this bitch to the the house like I'm mad that a motherfucker in here today like that I've seen that shit I'm just like fuck motherfuckers crashing planes left and right. Shout out. And it admit like seeing shit like that is just like, damn, how much shit happens around a country that just doesn't make Yeah, they don't don't hit don't scratch the needle enough to where it's like we gotta report this shit. This doesn't make national news. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how many random motherfuckers in uh Nebraska didn't like crashed a cow into somebody's house? I saw some shit, shit the other like day in, in in Alaska, <laughs> a, a father and son are being charged after killing like seventeen bears or some shit like that. Yeah, like I'm supposed to think you Wolverine. I'm like, what the fuck is happening out there? <laughs> like, you ever like you ever like watch shit on you got Comcast? Yeah. You got Comcast? If you watch something on demand, or you not even on demand, if you how the fuck does it happen? Oh, go to your guide on on demand mm-hmm. and leave your guide. Like don't touch it. And like get distracted with your phone. Oh, and then the screen It'll literally saver start shit. showing you like the weather and and it'll start yeah. showing you shit that's going on. And I saw that shit. Father and son charged after killing seventeen bears, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, like the cartoon, like this. I'm like, what? So it made me like Google. I'm like, yeah, how? <laughs> but it's like, yeah, they said they was killing the bears and the shit. They were like in a zone that you wasn't supposed to be doing the shit in or oh, some shit man. like that. And it's just like. Fucking saber tooth and Wolverine That's over here. That's just a dumbass charge to have. Like, yeah, we was out rocking bears. Yeah, hab- hab- habitual uh, serial bear yeah. stalking and murdering. Not ass motherfucker got us in jammed up for this. Like, what bullshit. the fuck did Yogi Bear do to you? No! <laughs> just in that jaw down for shooting in bears and shit. It's just wild, man. It's like every day I see some shit on the news and it just becomes like the headlines. Like the other night I saw. 51-year-old woman shot on front steps. And I'm like... What y'all doing? Like, why? Like, what did this lady say or do? Y'all put that weed out. What, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Say something else. Tell me put the loud out one more time. Clap this shit up. My grandfather, it's from your time, he almost 100. And my grandpa, we, my pop, my grandfather, we was in there. My, my grandpa was telling us how it's like, yeah, them young guys be out there smoking that stuff. I go right out there, tell them, well, we don't want to smell that. Put that stuff out. And my pop, like, that's what they say. Oh, man, get back in your fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, no disrespect. Get your fucking ass With no more done. Like, go, <laughs> go fuck yourself, old head. My grandpa be like, no, nah, they. I wish they would. They know better to talk to me like that. I be like, boy, his little head, boy. Like he really think he like the toughest motherfucker <laughs> on earth. But it's just funny, like how just every day though, I watch news or see, it and it's just like the headlines just be like, we live in a crazy ass world. Motherfucker flew a plane into his own house, his own crib. Fuck everything. If you do survive, you'll be cribless. And they all at the neighbor house eating out the crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> you dumbass kill yourself. You know you be looking like, what the... When a plane hits your crib and you next door and this motherfucker just called your son, told him to leave the house. Yeah. Like, 
it's all, it's all bad. All bad. <laughs> it's all bad, fam. Like, mom, I really ain't supposed to be saying nothing. <laughs> but, but dad told me not to tell you. But uh, I think dad about to fly at seven thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. He sounded like he was in a lot of traffic. Yeah. A lot of wind going past his ears. I know what was going on. Shit, crazy man. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your people. I saw a black poster John yesterday where the boy was talking about buy your homie a meal. You know, put a smile on motherfucker's face, and it's like, yeah, he not lying. Like, yeah. you know, like try to make a motherfucker day. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that'll help something. Cause y'all just come outside and just be like, I'm with whatever. With the dumb shit. I was watching those blogs. Remember those AR ad blogs from two years oh, ago? Yeah. We with the dumb shit volume <laughs> one and two. <laughs> Our favorite motivational speaker, King Erna, right there. I run all knee. Yo. I kill one of you bitch ass niggas. I'm like, oh man. There is no greater title <laughs> of a blog. Then we with the hashtag we, we with, with the, the dumb, dumb shit. shit. <laughs> Part <laughs> one and two. That that literally sets it. That sets a tone for what you about to watch. We with the dumb oh, shit. I wonder what this is about. Crazy, Wonder what charity work they're doing in this blog. Oh, last thing before we go. The other day, there was a, a viral post online um, from the nigger media. I think it was Baller Alert or something like that. And um, it was uh, my guy, Filthy Rich, from uh, from Oakland, California. He's like my favorite independent artist, whatever like that. And he was doing, um, they was having a back-to-school drive, and he gave away uh, – 100 pairs of red bottoms to the young boys going back to school. Now, to frame this properly, they didn't mention none of the other stuff that was going on around this back to school drive. All they said was, Filthy Rich gives 100 pairs of red bottoms back to mm -hmm. stu students blah, 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 in Oakland. What they didn't mention was it was a whole back to school drive with backpacks, headphones, school supplies, all this other shit going on. And the fact that the shoes were given to students who got 3.0s or better as a reward for them turning in their report cards and their grades, whatever, from the prior year. So this was something that was pre-set up and something that he basically is doing every year going forward. So it's like, yo, y'all took the time out of y'all day to improperly frame a situation to make a black man that's trying to help his community and inspire these kids to, to do more and that you can acquire the finer things in life. And y'all took the time to improperly frame it just to slander him and then the whole video of everything comes out and it's him it's cookie it's uh mr fab or whatever mm -hmm. his and his store dope ever and they're showing all the other shit that they're doing and they do a lot of shit in the oakland community and in the san francisco community as far as like charity work and giving back to the to the to the kids and stuff like that and it's just like yo y'all went out of y'all way to make this man look like a fucking jackass or some ignorant nigger when he was really this is a pre-set up thing, and this is really a reward on top of the other shit that they yeah. doing. And it's just like, yeah, I, such irresponsible I, I, journalism. I saw it on Twitter, and I saw people, it was one boy who like, oh, this is nut shit, this is for show, and it's then a third. And he was like, giving them red bottoms don't help them. Like, you could have given out supplies and really helped these situations out. Giving them red bottoms was just so you could be like, yeah, I handed out 100 pair of red bottoms. This is for stunt. So then I clicked on the link and I read the whole article. And I'm like, yeah, see, this is the shit I be talking about with y'all. Because the first five lines of the article was like, Filthy Rich gives out school supplies, book bags, clothes, yeah. all this stuff. And then it says... Certain kids who had great report cards yeah. from the last semester received an additional pair of Christian Louboutins. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. 
It's given. It's literally like, yo, if y'all go out and do what the fuck you supposed to, nigga. Next year I get you a pair of red bottoms. So he's right. like, you ain't gotta wait till you twenty and out here selling drugs. You a young boy, like, yo, no, you got a nice little pair of shoes to throw. It's like, that's kind of fly. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. Literally nothing. And wrong I'm like, with it. this is how fast not reading gets you. Like today, I told you, I saw motherfuckers. Somebody had made a tweet where it said. Uh, what's Lil Kim? Hardcore was oh, the number one. Please, album, let's talk about this. Was the number one <laughs> album on iTunes, iTunes right now? <laughs> and I seen motherfuckers like, yeah, that's crazy. Nicki dropped and and Lil Kim album been number one since. And I'm like, Travis Scott has the number one album on Earth. <laughs> Travis Scott just sold five hundred forty thousand copies. Five seventy. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, what the fuck in your right mind would make you think that Little Kim sold five hundred seventy thousand and one? Yeah. Like, why would you think that? So it's like, never mind the Nicki Minaj shit. Why are y'all? Why would y'all think? Yeah, let's Kim, let's examine the marketplace. Why would you think Little Kim's hardcore album? <laughs> Is a is the number one over Travis just, Scott? Just a lightning rod, just spiked so, in sales. So when I look at the picture of, because she had a picture and everything yeah. of Little Kim hardcore number one on iTunes. Number two was J Cole KOD. Number three was Queen. Number four was Scorpion. I'm like, yeah, this is fake. <laughs> so somebody hit me was like, how you know it's fake? I'm like, Travis Scott album not even. Travis Scott has the current number one yeah. album. Every on song Earth. is on Billboard. Every song charted, and he has two in the top ten. This is fake. So then I go to iTunes, look on the chart, find the real chart. The hardcore isn't on. I look at the hip hop chart. Hardcore isn't, and I'm like, I knew I was right. <laughs> so then that spawned the whole thing of, oh, you 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 a young money fan? It's like, no, I, I just I be wanting y'all to make sense. Yeah. See the thing is. I'm a fan of certain, like I'm a fan of LeBron. I'm a fan of Kobe. I'm a fan of Iverson. I'm not a Tim Duncan fan. Right. I'm not a, who else is heavy? I'm not a T-Mac fan. I'm not a crazy Vince Carter fan. But I'm going to give Vince his props when when he deserves it. I'm going to give T-Mac his props. When I'm, I'm not going to lie about Tim Duncan right. <laughs> having five finals. Like, I'm not going to say <laughs> stupid shit that just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, when I say the best power forward ever... It's Tim Duncan. Absolutely. And I'm not a Tim Duncan fan. I'm not about to tell you how motherfucking PJ Brown is better than <laughs> Tim Duncan because I don't like Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? But y'all will literally, because you're a fan of whoever you're a fan of. Or more so, a, not a fan not of a whoever fan you're of, trying to discredit. Y'all will literally say anything. Yes. And then somebody tell you, yo, look, I, my biggest thing is I don't want you to be out here in the world and you be telling people this stupid ass shit. And you wrong as fuck. Yeah. Because like the whole thing with Philly, Rich, the other, it don't take but ten seconds to go and click a link and read the shit. Absolutely. Y'all literally have gotten to the point where if it if it comes down the timeline, it's oh, right. There it go right there. What little Kim number one album in the country over Queen? Ah, Nikki Saudi, and it's like, no, uh, absolutely not. That ain't it. I don't even need to go to. I, let's go to chart data, and they'll tell you that she's trending towards the number one album. It's just like why? Why do you, my thing be? Why do people invest so much energy in things that they dislike as opposed to the things that they do like? My thing is this: even deeper than that, don't go out of your way to do something. Then somebody like myself come along and tell you that coat. you're wrong, yeah. and then you tell me I I don't even care. Yes, the f why are we here? Why did you start it? How did we get here? <laughs> Like, that doesn't make hey. sense. And that's why, like I said today, maybe I just got to disconnect all the way from social media. I mean, and period. that's the reason why I deleted my Twitter again this week, because it's just like 
too many stupid people have access to me, and I know these stupid motherfuckers. Like, and I'm tired of telling them like, on an I individual j- I, basis, you are the fuck stupid. I just reactivated my IG while we were sitting. I did it like eight minutes ago. The first picture that popped up on my feed was like, how long you got to wait to, do, to read it? Like, <laughs> Rob, we need the emails like in the next couple of days. Please. If it go through, cool. If it don't, but real, I was saying like, I'm probably just going to unfollow everybody and start over because I just can't see this shit. Like, it, it's just, no one puts any thought behind these things and y'all put things out like they're fact. Yes. And I don't even give a fuck. Fuck the music. I'm talking about like, y'all put out life facts yes. that aren't factual yes routinely routine like every day all i was day. on i was on i was i was displeasured enough to be on uh the shade room the other day because i was doing some more dig, deep diving into this Nicki minaj shit or whatever so i'm on all the Nicki minaj posts like trying to get some more context and this and that and and i'm just seeing person after person after person after person that i follow or know and i'm just like Y'all really don't have shit going on with yourselves. Like y'all are posted in these motherfucking comments on the shade room and and fucking ball alert. And my last tweet last night before I deleted my page was like, yo, I'm convinced that like a lot of y'all are fucking evil because like, Duh. why are you subscribed to this branded media that don't have nothing good to say about nobody? I, I, keep it up. I got a DM the other day from somebody who was like, yeah, I can't wait to hear y'all grind Saudi up. And I'm like, you ain't going to hear it. Probably ain't going to happen though. It's like, now board it up. We can talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I feel bad for Saudi. Truth I, be told, I'm not about to tear down a situation. One that I don't know all the components to because Absolutely. I'm not y'all. Two, because y'all know everything. Yeah. Two, it's so many moving parts to yes. to that situation. My thing is, if the feds come, ain't nobody call. Who the fuck you know got a number to the feds? Right. Hello, feds. Hey, feds. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, this, this bitch got a camel on uh, 33rd. And, uh, some motherfuckers <laughs> like, oh, see, they they called the, the feds on saw and it's just like. No, nah, that's oh, not how this works. That's not the it's way a, it works. It's an old situation that's been, you know, she's been aware of it or whatever. They just finally made it the decision to this week to indict. She went to court today, whatever the case may be. And it's just one of them situations where it's like it's a lot of gray areas. <laughs> And it's a lot of gray areas in the midst of all of this because she. I haven't even pressed play. Don't press play. Just look. (laughs) Fucking Gungeon, man. (laughs) Fucking Gungeon. (laughs) It's a fucking Gungeon. Strikes again, man. man. All you see is Gungeon with an orange jumpsuit on with a Muslim chick on the other side of a fucking gate. Like, I guess he's supposed to be in jail. But he's just like at a standard fence. Yeah, we can't get to a jail, so we're gonna use what we got. You know I mean standard fencing. Oh man, but you're so it's, it's, just, it's just so many components to the shit because it's like she, she legitimately had cancer, which is documented, had multiple strokes, which is documented. All of that will qualify you for disability. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, you for those of you out there that have people in your life that are on disability or SSI, it takes so much to even get approved for that. So where it's like the jurisprudence is you got to submit all this information, do an interview, do this and do that to even get approved. Now, probably where she went wrong, and this is my theory in it, is ta- your your taxes will generate an audit and, yeah. and fucking create an inquiry into your status because of you getting benefits and they can clearly see, oh, you received $37,000 in benefits, but you also run in this LLC, which you have to write down on your taxes on the 1040. I know none of you niggas out there file taxes, so you wouldn't notice, but you have to, <laughs> an individual person LLC is the same as 
is Matt going to work for fucking SEPTA. Yeah. You write it down on your taxes the same exact way. So if, if she's showing any form of income via that business, they're going to say, oh, well, are you, you're working. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if it was a C-Corp and they was individualized taxes for the business or whatever, or if it was a company formed in fucking uh, France or some old shit like that, some foreign fucking company, she don't got to worry about filing these U.S. taxes in the same manner as an individual fucking LLC. So she probably thought she was protected. She wasn't. It generates a fucking audit, which then generated a Fed inquiry because of the dollar amount. Now here we are. Simple cut and dry shit. She could easily get fully exonerated of it, and then y'all and jumped out the fucking window and did all this and all that. And now what? Y'all be too happy and too hyped to tear people down, and it's just the negativity is fucking killing me, man. Yeah. Killing me. Like regardless of whether or not people hit the timeline and act like banshees, you know, it's like I don't get it, man. Like, y'all have so much energy for the wrong shit and for bullshit. And regardless of all the hating and all that y'all doing and y'all trying to throw salt under the bus and this, that, and the third, the motherfucking line of country cooking, I'm sure, was still down this fucking block tonight. It's going to be down the block tomorrow. It's going to be down the block Saturday. It's going to be down the block Sunday. Yeah. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, y'all, a lot of y'all hatred be tied to people's financial viability and their success. And they don't be having to do nothing with their actual character of who they are because she's given more in the last two years than I've ever seen anybody that I can call on the phone or text or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or get immediate contact with has given back to their localized city. That's not like a celebrity figure. Hands down. So it's like, what is there to hate about it? Why are you rubbed the wrong way by, you know, what this woman is doing? Yeah. Most and, and, and black unemployment in Philly is 33%. Most of y'all don't got jobs anyway. So why y'all give a fuck where the tax money came from to pay mm-hmm. into the fucking SSI? Y'all don't even make no fucking sense. Y'all don't even know. Y'all go to work. Some of y'all go to work every day. Some of y'all sit on the couch every day. But either way, you don't fucking know how nothing works. Yeah, I was, I was looking at it from like both sides, like playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Like, you know... Y'all weren't making sense on either on either side. Yeah, like either (laughs) neither side was making sense, and it was just like this is one of those ones where I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna just disengage. Yeah, I think I'm gonna just and that's where I am nowadays with social media. There's so much shit that gets flung my way, and people DM me and text me and this and that. I just choose to distance. I just pick and choose what I want to what I do with my IG. Like you know how like the people that like at you. That you don't follow, mm-hmm. they gotta like request the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My joint is like at a hundred. I don't, I don't even open them because it's like nine times out of ten. This is some bullshit. It's somebody sending me a video or something that I don't care about. Somebody sending me a link to something I don't want to see, and it's just like, it's just stop, please, like, <laughs> please, like, that's really depart how, my inbox. That's really how it be. Just like, please stop. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I was looking at it from both angles. Like, yeah, nobody's really making any sense. And before I am in the midst of not making sense, yeah, I'll holler at y'all. Yeah, on the once flip once side. shit once the water start getting too muddied, I just remove myself from the situation, and that goes with anything. That and goes I, with it's almost like when the waters get muddied, y'all die, y'all like pigs and yeah, y'all pigs y'all, and slop. Y'all love it, y'all. And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's extra messy today. Yeah, like the, oh, the tea is hot. <laughs> Be like, can y'all shut up? Like. It, it's, it's bigger shit out here. It's more shit to like. And honestly, I, I was going to say this, y'all. Just in like the recent couple months, I've realized that I, I care about like 12 people. You know what I'm saying? I care about like 12 people and I care about four things. Yeah. And 
Where I am now is if you ain't one of those 12 people or one of those four things, you can fuck off. Politely. Politely, yeah. No disrespect. No no disrespect, you know what I'm saying? But just, like, I'm I'm just here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been telling people for the last two years, I'm like, listen, I'm so centered and I'm so, so much just feeling like I got me. That I'm just not gonna allow nobody to disturb that. Like I, I live my life in a certain manner. I handle my fucking responsibilities. You ain't gonna have to worry about me fucking putting up no GoFundMe for nothing. If shit go left, right, you know what I'm saying left, right, yeah. up or down. You ain't gotta worry about me calling you, asking you, oh, can I borrow eighty dollars real quick? Like I, I got me. Like I'm fine. And when my problems arise, I have my network of people that I can call. I can call Matt. I call Love. I call fucking Carl. You know what I'm saying? I call, I call my old head Esco's. Like I have my, I have my circle of friends and my council, my people that I trust and people that I know got my best interest at heart yeah. and I'm not really looking to add nobody to that if I come across somebody that can fantastic but I'm also not out here being in the way being a nuisance fucking taking advantage of people finessing people stealing their money lying to them I'm not doing none of that shit I'm in my own lane and more important than anything 98% of the time I got me and then the other 2% I'm not coming to the timeline for help and I'm not coming to go fund me or fucking crowdfunding sources for help I got me. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Just sh- all I ask for is just show me some basic human respect as a man because I'm yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, everybody that I come across. Don't let my social media persona define me into being something that I'm not or giving you a reason to dislike me when I'm actually the most loyal, coolest nigga ever. And anybody that deals with me on a daily basis would tell you that. Yeah, and that's that's really where I've I've I've, I've had to do like almost like self like reevaluation, like yeah. reevaluating what's important, reevaluating reevaluating what I care about, what I'm out here for, and I know you y'all have seen it just in recent weeks to where it's just like I've been working a lot of overtime. Like like look, this will happen, but. It's we got it, you know. Because right. I, I got other shit I'm trying to do and trying to put it. So it's just like, yeah, and I, and I, I, I sit and I look at some of these situations, and it's just like, it's more to it than this, shit. right? Like it's just more going on. It's just why, like, why do you care this much? Like when you in shade room, I don't even follow that shit. I don't. But mean, it's like when you when you on shade room, like I'll go on baller alert and make a joke on a post. Right. That's it. Just because I understand where I'm at with it, but it's like. When you in shade room all day, yeah. it's like like I, like sometimes when I'm up early in the morning on Twitter, I'm up seven eight in the morning, or whatever, and people are like, oh man, I can't wait to see what's going on in shade room today. Like you're that's the crux of your day. You're looking forward. That's gonna get you through your day. Irresponsible media and nigger news is gonna get you through your day. <laughs> Nigger news just makes me laugh. It's funny every time. time. <laughs> I don't care how many times I hear it. It's funny every it's time. Funny as shit. It's like Colt 45. Yeah. It works every single time. <laughs> Irresponsible media. Nigger news. Yeah, that's really what it is. That's though. all it is. Yeah. And the, the crazy part is the opinions. Somebody, Woo, woo chow. Somebody <laughs> early, not was it was yesterday. Was like opinions, y'all y'all all basically be like, oh, you say whatever you say, and it's like you you're allowed to have your opinion. Why isn't someone else's? And I'm some like, are destructive. In, in- my thing is, is <laughs> if if you say LeBron never shot over fifty percent, right? That's your opinion. But if I say, well. LeBron for his career shoots over 50% and he's had eight seasons where he shot over 50% from the field. That's not an opinion. It's a fact. That's a fact. 
Because now if I you say that and then I say that as a rebuttal, it's your job to go and look yeah. or figure it out somehow, some way. Mind you, you ain't got to go and add the shit up. It's on the fucking <laughs> it's internet. It's right there. <laughs> but it's like, an opinion is you saying... I don't like, like eggs. Like, like me saying that Nicki Minaj Monsterverse is one of the best features of all time. Yeah. Or me saying that Biggie Flavor in Your Air remix is one of the best features. That's an opinion. Because there's some people who wouldn't have that on there, and that doesn't mean that it's right yeah. or wrong. Because music is subjective and it's art. That's and there's... an opinion. Yeah. But when I say Drake is the first person to ever have seven songs on the top ten in Billboard at the same time, that's a that's fact. A fact. That's not opinion anymore. Yeah. And y'all need to be able to decipher through the two, what's fact and what's opinion. Because y'all literally let what you like, what you don't like, what you care about, what you don't care about, move facts. Yes. And that doesn't it's work. Not how life like, works. You don't care about Taylor Swift. That don't mean Taylor Swift ain't moving units. Right. You just don't care about it. Right. But motherfuckers literally will sit back and be like, who fuck with, 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 with uh, Nipsey Hussle? And it's like, Nipsey had one of the like what? <laughs> it's it's like because you don't fuck with Nipsey right. Hustle. Yeah. That doesn't mean Nipsey's not doing his thing. Yeah, people will let what comes into their immediate orbit or what they subscribe to affect their outlook. Yeah. And it's just like, no, that's not how things work. Like people are, you know, just throwing out we starting to get to the album of the year talk and this, that, and the third. People just throwing, oh, this is the album of the year, this album of the year, da 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 da. And it's just like yeah, but Nipsey came out this year, and Prime Two came out this year. It's like it can't. There is no hands down winner in that category because again, it's your opinion. It's subjective, and statistically, there are albums that have outperformed others. So it's like how me and you judge a good album is not necessarily how Taylor judges a, a great album, whatever the case may be. So it's like people like are be trying to like force feed their opinion on people. And I'm just like, no, that's not how this going to work. And I told people on social media four years ago, like, yo, no matter what you say, no matter how vehemently you argue with me, no matter how aggressive you are about it, I'm never going to change my mind. Yeah. Never. One you thing, can't, I can't be swayed. One thing before we dip, one thing I saw the other day, Cardi B, Cardi B is an, as annoying as hemorrhoids, but she makes sense sometimes. Cardi B, in the words of six nine, Cardi B. She she tweeted that because somebody was like, one of the Nikki stands, and that, that's another thing I hate is that it's just all this competition when there is no competition. Right. For There's everything. no award. But one of the Nikki stands had had at her and was like, if it wasn't for the machine hopping behind you, then you know you wouldn't even be able to sit, you know, next to the queen and this and and Cardi like, yo, like, what machine? Like, if there was a machine, do you know how many stars they would have made? Like, you know how many motherfuckers get deals and they just get thrown by the wayside? Well, there is a machine. There is a machine. There is a machine. What she was saying was you can't make the people fuck with you. They gave bad... That same machine that got behind Cardi gave Bad Barbie a a, a top 40 song. Right, but Bad Barbie can't go and sell out an arena. But she could sell out the TLA. You just did it. I could sell out the TLA. (laughs) It's like, but, but Cardi was making sense. It's like, yo... You can't make people fuck with you. Like, you can't make the masses want to get behind you and really stand there and be like, yes, yes, yes. Like, when you look at Drake having six of the ten biggest tours in hip-hop yeah. history, that's not the machine. That's pe- that's you putting in yeah, the work. Absolutely. People fuck with that. And it's like, yeah, it's like when you sit and look at just a lot of little shit that go on, it's like, yeah, there's a machine. There's a machine with any goddamn man. Like, it, I work for a machine. It's always a machine. Yeah. 
But your work ethic will determine how far you run yeah, and your how work, hard the, you the machine. Here's my opinion on that. The machine can shine the light on you. Your work ethic will push you through it. And that's more so what she was saying. She yeah. was like, when the fuck do you just stop and give motherfuckers they credit? Like, yo. Yeah, Like, true. they deserve this but shit. But I know for a fact also that Atlantic did a lot of shit to disrupt Nicki Minaj I mean, in the, the last two years. They, that, they went out of their way. They were on some Wally Coyote shit. Like when it came to Nicki Minaj, they was blocking Quavo features. They was doing a lot of shit to make it appear that Cardi was the only woman in the marketplace. I mean, that's called taking it's care called, of your artists. It's called torturous interference. Well, and you can really sue for that. <laughs> yeah, if you can prove it. Well, I mean, yeah, the whole problem was nobody would corroborate the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was just Nikki was like looking like a dickhead, like saying, no, well, what about this? The people were like, oh, that didn't happen. You're lying because nobody would corroborate the shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, so, so, so yeah. So they, they did certain shit to spike the numbers to try to make it appear like that Cardi was a bigger star than she was. Yeah. Now, Bodak Yellow was just lightning in the fucking bottle. There's nothing you can do about that because it was a smash record. Seven weeks, number one, tore the charts up, song of the summer last year, blah, 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 blah. That just is what it is. There's nothing you can do about that. But the other factors around it probably helped to keep it where it was yeah. a little bit more. And that's the machine. That's the machine. But you can't make people fuck with that Absolutely song not. And people love Cardi B. People love Cardi B. Cardi B? You machine? It's just one of the things. It is what man. it is. Yeah, so. But, uh. Great fucking show, man. Thanks, man. Way to come back. Yeah. Uh. You got anything you want to say? Y'all enjoy y'all evening. Um, hopefully my live didn't get disturbed. I had to put it in my phone on airplane mode. People kept calling me, probably with bullshit yeah. um, that I don't care about. And, uh, I need to ask you something, too, we get off the air. Okay, beautiful. And, um, you know, everybody stay safe, man. Stay out of Walmart. You never know what the fuck could happen, man. Stay out of the airport. <laughs> like, it's shit going on everywhere right yeah, now. Really? Just protect yourselves don't, and don't, those that you care about. Don't go to 7-Eleven on 6-6 and whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> don't, go to, don't go to 7-Eleven on 15 and JFK. Yeah, <laughs> like, stay out of all of them shits. You need to w- go to Wawa. Come over here to Westville. New Jersey. It's safe. It's the safest Wild Wild in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) We got problems over here too. We out.